legitimate fear of mine. That they were going to take out an extra organ. That they were just going to, something was going to happen. Especially whenever, like, they were explaining that gallbladder surgery is really, like, oh, it's really, like, really easy and not nothing really happens. But, of course, I Google, like, complications. Like, sometimes there's, like, 12% of patients that they have to have, like, an op- what's called an open surgery as opposed to the laparoscopic surgery. Where they have, like, cut, like, this big incision down, like, your right side to, like, get to the gallbladder that's right there. And so I was like, what if I'm the one? And then they were like, the death death rate is, like, one point something percent. And I was like... What if I'm the one? <laughs> what if it's me? What if I die? And it's like all these people are like major contributions to that. It's like chronic obesity and like other things. I'm like me. <laughs> chronic obesity. Definitely me. <laughs> um, I went to McDonald's today, so we'll go ahead and check that one. <laughs> check? Well, no, because I hadn't eaten. Remember, whenever I was in in surgery, I hadn't eaten for since weeks. A, Several days hadn't eaten at all because they didn't let me eat, have any food. <laughs> What's a food? I didn't. I didn't have any food. They started letting me have chicken broth, and I was like, "Delicious, delicious!" <laughs> it was like the best meal I'd had <laughs> for my last meal when I'm on death row. Chicken that's, broth. That, that's what I want. Chicken broth, canned and in a tetra casing, fine. Generic whatever. Jello. <laughs> Make sure you bring me all the flavors. Though. I want all of them. All of them. No. I love that. Only the, lime. When like the night of my surgery, she's like, "Yeah, you can start to have Jello again, and if you get hungry in the middle of the night, you can like walk down, like, because they were trying to get me to like walk around because they wanted to get me up out of the bed. I'm like, you can walk down to the little kitchen and like get one yourself. And I was like, or you guys, buzz, <laughs> or you can bring them to me. Hey, Sarah, <laughs> no, fuck you, go get it. Plus, they couldn't figure out how to like get the things like attached to me because I guess my chest hair kept on like messing up like the heart thing. Because for some reason they were really monitoring my heart, and I was like, "Do I have a heart condition too that you guys are like not telling me about?" Like, I don't understand. And so like it, it kept on like knocking one of the nodes off, and they would think that I was having a heart attack. And so like people would come running in, and they'd be like, and, and like I'd be sitting there watching TV, and I'd just like, "What's happening?" And they're like, "Oh, we're just checking on your 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 nodes." I'm like, "You guys came in like really fast to just be checking on the nodes of my heart machine." You know, <laughs> it was crazy, <laughs> so crazy. What a weird five days I spent in the hospital. Five days. Five. Can you believe that? Five. Nearly six. Nearly six days. <laughs> Nearly six I've days. My whole life this. No, stop. Literally. Literally. I'm not being funny. No. <clears throat> Nearly six. Uh, say you're five. Ooh. So you're five then. Say you're five. Oh boy, we're gonna do it. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh, hey. Nice juicy lemon. Mm. Like the drag queen. Uh. So is she going to have a child and name it Mango? No, she's going to have a child and name it. What's a smaller citrus fruit? Pamelo. She already had a child named Lime. We saw that turned out. What about uh, cuties? Pamelo. Cuties. Cuties. Just call her a cutie. That's actually that dog's name, so I don't know that she can take that. I thought his name was Mamity. He, he's like um, Prince, you know, he switches it up every He's a versatile weeks. queen. We stand a verse queen. Mm-hmm. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Um, okay, I need help here. Um, because we are having a socially distant camping trip um, later on. I'm not certain this is supposed to be on the podcast. I don't care. Um, How did you know I'm recording? Because I figured that we'd been recording since I was talking about my surgery. 
no. I've okay. only some of it. Only some of it. Nearly thick. Um, and the theme is plague, of course, <laughs> because, oh. you know, we're this living is, that's that life. perfect time. Perfect time. Uh, but we're doing, like, bubonic plague theme, not, like, this plague theme. So I'm trying to come up with ideas. I think I'm going to be, like, plague chic. I'm going to do the plague doctor with the mask, but then I'm going to, like, have, like, a black gown that, like, stops here. <laughs> and then the skirt picks up <laughs> on my waist again. So Who I'm are just, you like, camping with? Uh, the same people we go to Renfest with. And you're just going camping. Yeah. And you're all dressing up to go camping. Duh. Oh, fucking white people. <laughs> Jesus. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know, bro. <laughs> what, you don't like that idea? I don't like the idea of what camping other... with costumes. Well, you bring other clothes. So you're going to wear a costume for 10 minutes? No. I don't understand the appeal. I don't understand why you're confused. <laughs> How long are you going to wear this costume? Probably all day, like on Saturday or something like that. That's a. You guys are weird. Why? No, I'm not here for that. Anyway, okay, well. Yes, you can be some kind of weird, slutty plague doctor. Uh, well, is it a good idea or not? <laughs> I think that you should be the Bring Out Your Dead guy from the Mount of Python. I don't know what that is. He has a bell and he rings around and he says, Bring Out Your Dead. Ooh, what if I'm like the, um, like the people with the big cardboard boxes on the front of them, like on the front and the back? The, what are they called? The town, town friars? Town flyers? Town. Uh, the ones that like boxes. apocalypse. Well, they had like the they put themselves in like wood. Like the two boxes on either side. There, it's in all like old style games. You play Skyrim, don't you? Yeah, uh huh. And I'll have you know that when I was in middle school, I read one book about castles for a long time. Uh, okay, <laughs> actually, I liked it. Whenever I was in elementary school, or not elementary school, uh, well, elementary school and um, uh, intermediate school, they um. We remember AR points that you had to like get all your points. Well, I hated reading fiction books. Oh, I loved it. And I and only liked them all from nonfiction books. <laughs> of course, I went from like in, unless I like absolutely need because what was happening at the time they were like releasing the Harry Potter movies, and pretty much all the Harry Potter movies would help you pass the AR exams. So I wouldn't like I would get enough because like they would set like point goals for us to like try and get us to read more. And ha Harry Potter books were like more points than like other. Books. I think it was just how many pages it was that exactly uh, and so i would just test those and then i'd go back to reading my nonfiction books because i wouldn't actually read the harry potter books i just watch the movies but You're like awful. some of my favorite books that i used to get that didn't actually have any ar books were just like it basically like encyclopedias for like fungi and then like <laughs> i think there was one for gemstones that i would just uh, constantly check out like if you look through the thing it was just like chris white chris white chris because no one else was fucking checking them out nobody wanted it was them. nobody wanted them besides me so and like i would sit there and read about like amethyst and and like all the different crazy poisonous mushrooms i don't remember any of the mushrooms but i remembered like a lot of the gemstones so that was cool you know I got all of my AR points. So when I moved from CCISD to Pasadena ISD, mm -hmm. it changed from like, it was ARP in CISD. Mm -hmm. So, so you're 65 and signing up for Medicare? Accelerated Reading Plus. It was the AARP joke. I didn't get it. I'm not that old. Oh um, so, but I always <laughs> got all my points. I got so many points. I got all my points. I would usually points. win <laughs> I never because... Care. 
a bitch was obsessed with the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew and oh the Boxcar Children. Um, what about the um, series of unfortunate events? I read all those too. I didn't get into that until like sixth grade. I was late into getting into those, and those were some lit books. I think I read only two uh, books <clears> of six. And talking about movies that absolutely sucked compared to the books, that, that. one mm-hmm. with the um, Jim Carrey in it, that was not it, girl. That was not it. Not the but one. But then the new one that they've been doing on Netflix, that one's actually pretty good. I've never seen it. You should watch it. I'm watching all of the American Horror Stories right now. That's a journey. Uh, yeah, we've got through most of them except Hotel, Coven, and Asylum. Uh, Coven's the best one. And anyone else who says differently is wrong. I really liked Roanoke. Okay. But Coven's the best one. I haven't watched any other ones. I've only watched Coven, but Coven's the best one. Oh. Because it's got witches. (laughs) And you know we love witches on this podcast. Um, Also, Apocalypse has witches. Oh, well, they have the same witches from Coven. They have witches. So how the fuck are you watching Apocalypse? Because Apocalypse has all of, like, a bunch of the old seasons. Yeah, because I watched them out of order. Then why did you watch Apocalypse? Apocalypse was one of the ones that you were supposed to watch the other seasons. Because don't they have, like, Murder House in that one? Well, yeah. But I don't think they really matter. Anyways, I watched um, Cult first. Cult mm-hmm. was the first one I watched, and then that was the one about the election, that. right? Yeah, I watched a few episodes like, of that, real? and then yeah, because that one came out like right after the election, and I remember watching like the first few episodes because uh, Daryl was trying to make me, and I started to have a panic attack. That one, and also Handmaid's Tale. I tried to watch Handmaid's oh, yes. Tale after the election. Blah, blah, blah. That was on my flight to Australia. That was a year after the election, um, and I in the first episode started to freak out like on a fucking plane and I was like no I can't do this I can't watch this right now I can't watch this and Monica was like what the fuck is happening and I'm like I just need some wine and like because on international flights you can order as much wine as you fucking want to so I was like I need wine <laughs> pass me out bitch <laughs> seriously I had just taken like two allergy pills and I was like this is we're about to just <laughs> hey um, I'm not going to be available I'm going to watch the ma- the walls melt for a bit um <laughs> It's just like go on. Don't do that. Psychedelics on an airplane that would be yeah, not I would great, not be especially right over the middle of the Pacific. Where would you would have an? Where would an emergency landing happen? They would strap you to the chair. Yeah, exactly. It's like, sir, you need to sit down. No, you're not going anywhere. I don't know, but I think that if you are, if there's like no way to land, I think that they like physically restrain you. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, especially if it's not, like, a medical thing. Because if it's a medical thing, I'm sure they find some way to make things happen. But if you're just, like, freaking the fuck out, they're just going to be like, no, you're you're going down. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's We're like when I'm... hog tie you and throw you in the back. I don't understand how some of these flight attendants deal with being flight attendants sometimes, in all honesty. Because there was a story that Julio told me about how a woman got up from her seat and pooped in the middle of the aisle. And then sat back down, and Julio was like, ma'am, you need to clean that up. And she was like, what do you mean I didn't do that? And he was like, I just, I literally just watched you get up in your seat and just shit in the middle of this aisle. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, I, I can't. Would people <laughs> imagine? Imagine. Oh, I can imagine. Oh, I can imagine. I We've all, we worked in the worked customer store. service. Yeah. Uh, well, that reminds me of the story whenever I worked at the bookstore. Because people... At A&M, there used to be, like, this um, organization that you could be in to, like, help train um, service animals. And they would come into the bookstore all the time. 
because it was on campus in the middle of everything and there was a giant starbucks there that was part of our bookstore um and there was one of them that just shit in the middle of the the bookstore and then the person just left it there didn't call in it was right by the register didn't tell the cashier like hey i like my dog had an accident like hey we need to you know clean this up or something like that and uh just left it there and i remember walking through and accidentally stepped in it and i was like that you was, were wearing flip-flops do I, no i was <laughs> i was working so i was wearing like work shoes and i flip-flops. like stepped what yeah uh so i like stepped you know what i really want i want to like start a tiki bar i think starting a tiki bar would be really fun i don't agree you don't think so? Because I, I just love island life, so I think that like being on a beach all the time. Why don't you and move to Galveston? That's not. Um, hey, I even have a better idea than that. Uh, there's an island on the way there called Tiki Island. How's that? Uh, not great either. I would love a beautiful beach. Anyways, uh, um, well, I've been watching people... a lot of restaurant things lately. So, <laughs> so you're watching, busy watching Trixie and Katya take over the internet, and I'm just like let's watch restaurants fail and figure out why they failed. A lot of things are just like people just are spending way too much money on shit. It's like, why are you so focused on these other things and like not paying attention to like, my favorite is like, we have a 14 page menu. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. Or the ones that are like, I'm in, uh, what was the one that I watched? So I've been watching Restaurants on the Edge, which is a, I think it's a Canadian show. Uh, because All, all three, of those shows are Canadian. Well, the, all three of them sound very Canadian. Um, those shows and Home Improvement shows, all Canadian. Always, always Canadian. Well, I actually really like it. Uh, it's really long, kind of long-winded, uh, but, you know, they do that. Uh, but one of them, it was uh, kind of like the 14-page menu thing. but they were apologizing. Yeah, probably. Sorry. Um but where were they? They were in like some exotic location. I want to say it was, oh, it was Hawaii. They were in Hawaii and this family was uh, Indian, like from India. And then, or she was from, the wife was from India and the guy was from, he was Hawaiian. And they started an Italian restaurant. They were, they were serving Italian. And the, the chef guy was like, Why? <laughs> Like, and they were on, like, the beach area. So, it was like, okay, so you have the opportunity to be, a, like, a tiki bar kind of thing. Or, like, you Let have... choose something that has to be in a bowl. You have the entire, the like, the entire Pacific Ocean at your hands. Like, literally at your hands. That you could go out and get this shit. But you chose to do Italian food. And, like... Because they were like, there's nobody else doing it. Exactly. We'll be the only one. Well, that I'm sure that was probably the idea there. But, like, I mean, the meatballs, you have to import beef because I'm pretty certain that they don't have, like, cows just out in Hawaii, you know? Big Macs are more expensive in Alaska and Hawaii. Because there's no beef. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't Which know. Which doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm they saying. they just ship the frozen beef over there. But still, at the same time, that's still shipping and all that charges. What do they so, eat? Chicken. Chicken. They have chickens everywhere in Hawaii. I People who have gone to Hawaii tell me there's chickens everywhere. There's like, bah! <laughs> there's like chickens in parking lots, just like hanging out. Like that's my heaven. I love chicken. I love. Well, I like the birds. I like the birds, but I also love to eat chicken. I, uh, I, um, yeah, mostly <laughs> fried chicken. But also, like, if you have the freshest fish literally available at your fingertips, like, that's perfect. It makes me kind of laugh a little bit because, like, I mean, people compare, like, oh, well, we, we live on the Gulf. I'm like, okay, but the Gulf is, is the Gulf. We have – Gulf have shrimp the Pacific, are good. They are, but I'm, what I'm, I'm not dogging yes. on Gulf shrimp. They have I'm just saying, more variety. You have a, the largest variety of fish literally at your fingertips. Like, it's fucking crazy to me. So that's why I look at these things and I'm like, 
be one of those long tangents about restaurants. <laughs> I think that I'd be good at opening a restaurant because of I'd be able to look at these things and say, okay, well, this is not working. Then let's change something. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. One time when me and Thomas went to Pensacola, um, we went to a seafood restaurant and I was like, what's good? And they were like, are you from Pensacola? Oh and I was God. like, no, I'm not no. from Pensacola. And they were like, you have to try the golf shrimp. I was oh like, it's the same fucking thing that we it's had. It's the same golf shrimp. You didn't ask if I was from the golf. <laughs> yeah. It's the same shrimp. I'm bitch. sure they probably thought that you were like a northerner like along the Maybe. Atlantic coast. And they were like, oh, you guys have oysters? We have shrimp. And we like, have Galveston has it. shrimp too. <laughs> but also those shrimp are good because they're big ass shrimp. They are big Also, ass. let me tell you, pull and peel shrimp, my favorite. You like boil them in a bunch of spices and shit like that. Peel those tails off. Are you a crawfish lover? I have never had crawfish still. What the fuck is wrong with I you? I have never had crawfish. And like every it's single an year, experience, honey. every year I tell people like I really want to have like good crawfish. And they're like, oh well, I'll have to keep my ear to the ground for like whenever you know because they always say like you can go to a restaurant, but like restaurant crawfish is expensive or can be expensive depending on where you go. And they don't give you that much. And sometimes, like, the restaurant is, like, not that good and, you know, stuff like that. And it's like, okay, well – and so they're always like, oh, you have to go to, like, a family, like, boil, boil or something like that. No. Boil. Boil. You have to go to a family boil. Um, and so th they're like, oh, well, I get invited to, like, this family boil every single year, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, great. Like, let's do it. And then, like, they never go or, you know, something comes up and they didn't do the boil this year and, just, like, all these things. And so I'm like, okay, I've lived in Houston for almost over five years now. Almost five years now. When did I move here? Almost five years now. And have not had – in College Station, they used to have crawfish boils all the time too. And, like, I never got invited to one, or, or I think I did. But I was normally, like – it was, like, a test you week or something like that. You Yeah, I know. They boiled them all day. They, they did. You're right. But they never – they didn't serve them to us. You could buy it on your way home. Okay, but they were normally selling in, like, pounds of 20. Why would I buy 20 oh, pounds Oh, they didn't of have the restaurant one? Not, not at my HEB that I worked mm -hmm. on. <laughs> they, the were, they were because they were selling the, those big-ass bags. Thanks. I remember, like, crawfish season, they had, like, the... What did I do to my hands? I eviscerated them. Did I just cut myself? Without, I hope you're not bleeding. Matter. What? I hope you're not bleeding. No, I'm not bleeding. Uh, it's just I have cuts all over my hands, and I realize it later. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but no, I have not had crawfish. So I don't mind restaurant crawfish. I actually like it if it's prepared in a certain manner. Mm -hmm. um, of course, you don't like I'm, spicy. I don't though. like spicy. Yeah. so that's the. Main. I love spicy. That's why I would love to have like spicy ass like Cajun crawfish. No, honey, you will be snotty, red faced mess at the table. That's perfect. I love that. I as prefer long as, them. Okay, I have my problem with spices is like it has to taste good. Because I don't like the the the. A lot we, of them just do it to make it as hot as possible. That's what I was. We we talked about the chicken, the the wings people. Didn't you show me the wings? The guy who does the wings that people like cry on camera. Maybe it wasn't you. Uh, I've watched hot ones before. Hot that's ones, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The guy who he has celebrities on there and they eat yeah. wings. Um, and that's what they talk about, like that the hot things that they, the hottest things that they eat actually have flavor. Like I'm not trying to like I don't want you to just put a bunch of capsaicin oil on the top of this and say look it's super hot it has no taste you just put capsaicin oil on there I want some like slowed brew like good ass like spices in there give me that flavor bitch I need that I need punch to me to, in the face I need to go guy I need, to, I need to get up in this game. I need to get up in this flavor town gig okay <laughs> listen <laughs> that's what I'm saying well the correct way to order crawfish in my opinion is Vietnamese style mm. which is with 
butter and garlic only. Uh, okay. Well, no, they put some spices on it. They dry spice the the crawfish, mm-hmm. then they boil them, and then they they uh, flick them up and down in one of those metal Colander. bowls. Metal oh. bowls with butter and garlic. Oh, okay. And it's so so then they they spice them, boil them in the spices they just had, and then they douse them in the butter and garlic yeah. after they're done. Yes. Okay, I can see that. Uh, well, I still I want to do like the classic like. Get me the sausage. Get me the corn. Get me those potatoes. Get me. Oh no, I'm not here for that. Put extras. the pull and peel shrimp in there too. Get pull and peel shrimp, uh, crawfish. I want all of this shit. I want all of it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, so that's what I'm. I'm really looking for like a full treatment. And like I got to a point, I told Savannah, I was like, "Am I just gonna have to buy my own and fucking like figure it out? Like, because I mean, HEB, whenever it's crawfish season, the beginning of March, they sell those giant ass vats of like dollar ninety nine. Yeah, pound. and they're like, well, not the 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 actual the like bag. well, the, they have the bags, but like the pots that are like those tall ass pots. They sell oh, those yeah. too. So I mean, they have everything ready to go, and they have like the crawfish stuff set out everywhere. Uh, uh, I mean, they're always HEB is lit. They're always ready for it. So. Uh, yeah, I'm ready for crawfish season. So if you're listening to this podcast and you just heard us rant about restaurants for 10 minutes. Um, um, no, it's been 20. Uh, well, I mean, we also ranted about other things, but yeah. now we're ranting about restaurants. Because um, we, we've done a lot of talking already. Um, then you should let me know where the best crawfish is. And also, if you have a family boil going on, uh, Spencer and uh, your boy Chris would love to stop we by. we got to wait a whole other year. Uh, so? It's not until March. It, so? Um, but, yeah, but, but invite your boys. Invite, invite your boys. Your boys. We'll, we'll make everyone laugh. We'll have a great time. We'll maybe do a podcast from your family boil and let you visit on our podcast you as well. Scream. You, you can scream. You can scream too. Um, so, yeah, you should let us know at rrubypodcast.com. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, great segue here. Great. You know what else I love? Baked Bones. <laughs> Part of our family. Part of our family. Baked Bones. Uh, recent Gallup polls shows that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger at the highest levels in over a decade. While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to a study, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parrot, you probably already know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Baked Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Baked Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and a full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code, well, yeah, Spoopy15. Spoopy15! (laughs) Baked Bones is an LGBTQ-owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Baked Bones! What? You know what else I love about dog stuff? Tell me some dog stuff. You know I love some dogs. And I actually had a lot of dreams about puppies last night. I had a dream that I adopted a dog. Another dog. And Bailey was in love with him. Uh, I think it was him. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So when you've got multiple dogs running around your house, you need help. Okay? You need help cleaning them because you've got to keep them fresh. You know who can help you? Aussie Pet Mobile. So do you want to clean your pet without all the hassle? 
Packing up Fido in the car and driving them all over town is a chore that many of us pet owners rarely enjoy doing. What if instead you can have the groomer come straight to you? With Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks, you, you can! can! Aussie Pet Mobile has spacious custom-designed mobile units with all the luxuries of the salon. AC, heat, electricity, and water. No hookups needed. And they never use kennel dryers or harsh chemicals during the grooming process. Their vans ensure that your groomer has the ability to take care of all of your pet's needs, including hair care, two-paw care, and everything in between. They even offer special services such as de-shedding treatments, whitening treatments, hair styling, Dead Sea mud baths, dark color enhancing treatments, and facials. Their groomers are trained and certified and will pamper your pets with a personal 100% cage-free one-on-one experience all in the comfort of your driveway or alleyway or street in front of your apartment or wherever you need them to be. You know what else Aussie Pet Mobile groomers are trained on? Good Good social distancing practices. Make your appointment and be sure to ask about their contact-free Pet grooming service. Aussie Pet Mobile. Wow. But yum. also yum. <laughs> Since we were just talking about restaurants and crawfish for 20 minutes. 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> we should probably jump right into Let's this. Let's get into it because um, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, so welcome to Canada's Drag Race Season 1 finale. Finale. What episode would it technically be? 10. 10. Finale. Finale. Finally. Finally finale. Yeah, let's, let's get into it. Um, so... Well, let's just reminisce a little bit. Yes. I actually really like this, like, reminiscing thing that they had going on. Look at him. How do you feel about this season? I actually really liked this season. So, I've mentioned this previously, and I know I've gone on tangents about it previously. This show is so heartfelt. I guess is the best. That would probably, if I was to describe it one, one. What is that? It's I didn't do it. that. Move your phone off of these. Sorry. Um, so. If I could describe it in one word, I would say heartfelt. Uh, because, or passion, now you know I love the word passionate, uh, but I think heartfelt is probably the best word to describe it as because uh, these judges, all three judges, whether or not people are attacking them on Twitter or not, they really do, ha- they have cared so much. And we see it a little bit more from this episode as well. But like each one of them brought like something so different. I mean, Brooklyn brought the actual drag experience, the dancing experience. Stacy brought like modeling and showing off like your best assets. Jeffrey Bora Trapman brought acting and, you know, over the top, what you need to do isms in a kind of way. And like, I love that, that these, the, that they were actually caring about being a mentor. Um, and that's one thing that I really liked about the season. So these drag queens got to be elevated. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it was a really, really great way to view, like, the first season, in my opinion. Yeah. It harkens back for me to watching season one of RuPaul's Drag Race because mm-hmm. the queens really, they care a lot about being there. And they're not, mm-hmm. it, it, in this episode, it's a little less so than the rest of them, but it seems to me that they are not there for their 15 minutes of their fame. Yeah. They really just, they want to do well. This is what they love. This is what they want to, yeah. you know, portray to people. They exactly. They want people to see them 
And they're open in to morphing their drag in the way that they need to. Like, they're open to the critiques that they're receiving. Because, I mean, nowadays, like, I feel like looking at Canada's Drag Race now and, like, analyzing RuPaul's Drag Race now sometimes, I feel almost as if, like, some of the queens go on RuPaul's Drag Race, like you said, for 15 minutes of fame because they know that they're going to become famous regardless from RuPaul's Drag Race. They're yeah. not, they're like, okay, so whether or not I go home, you know, 12 or I make it to the top three, I'm still going to be famous in a way because people are going to follow me. There's going to be some people who stand me, like, doesn't really matter. Or, or even if, like, they try to, not try, but if they end up being, getting that villain edit, and, like, they still they're still recognized as someone who's like, oh, well, you were so-and-so from RuPaul's Drag Race. So, like, they're still getting that notoriety. Whether I mean, it's good. good uh, some Any publicity any, is good. Publicity. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm trying to say. You knew where I was going with that. Yeah. So And so some of these queens that we see in a RuPaul's Drag Race, they just go on there like, oh, well, this is my drag. If you don't like my drug, well, go fuck, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, n- that's not the point of this. The point of this is, like... Y- that's why I'm saying, like, the, the three judges have do- been mentoring. They've actually been telling them, like, this is what you need to do to win this competition. What we're expecting to see from you to win this competition. When RuPaul is just like, well, I didn't like it. And then, or but Michelle. Also, RuPaul didn't yeah, like it. Exactly. Cool. Yeah, cool. Like, and it just everything just moves on, you know? RuPaul, RuPaul didn't like Alyssa Edwards. RuPaul didn't like Trixie Mattel. RuPaul didn't like somebody else who didn't win. Someone, someone else who didn't win uh, that Katia. still became famous. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we get it. Bianca and Bob are famous. Yeah. And she liked them. Yeah. But she exactly. also liked Violet. What's Violet doing? Shit. <laughs> Shit. Uh, she didn't like Pearl, and Pearl's doing pretty well for herself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Your white claw was having some back talk. <laughs> I can't be trusted to sit in a chair and talk. <laughs> You got that, like, all up in your eyes. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. um, Yeah, I think, to me, it it maybe makes a little bit more sense of why it feels like season one of RuPaul's Drag Race, because Mm. the scene is a lot smaller in Canada. Yeah. You know, there's 300 million people in the United States. There's 30 million people in Canada. Exactly. So your crowd, the people that are looking for your content is not as wide of a variety. Of course, you're on the worldwide stage now, mm-hmm. so there's plenty still. But, but like the people we... that will come to your shows, you have to... If they're telling you you can commandeer your, da- your drag this way mm-hmm. and you'll get m- more people at your shows, I think they're more willing to listen. To listen to it, exactly. And then on top of that, they are... Like, you compare... Because Canada doesn't... I mean, they have big major cities, but like outside those major cities, there's... Not much from what I understand about Canadian geography. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, like, the city that I'm from, St. John, had has had, like, a gay bar. Yeah. That periodically closes and reopens. Yeah. But then, like, you look... what what The point that I'm trying to make is that we have, like, New York drag, Chicago drag, Dallas drag, Atlanta drag. Uh, Canada has Toronto drag, Montreal drag, or... Vancouver drag. Yeah, exactly. So you've got like the three major cities that you can be from. We've got LA, we've got Seattle. I mean, we Houston is even getting on the map nowadays too. So like But we, everybody says they're from Dallas. Exactly. So or Las Vegas drag. That's another big city. So we've got all these like big cities that these this drag is all so different from one another when we've got Canada that only has like three major cities so far that have been representative of Canada's drag race. So of course they're gonna be open to like, okay, well let's 
Although I do have to give props to um, Alona because she says she's from Lytton, BC, which is a small town. I thought she says she was from Vancouver. No, she says she's from Lytton. Oh, interesting. Because I thought because I mean she made a big deal about her being from LA and then moving back to Vancouver. Yeah, that's what she said. I think she's referencing her birth birth town. Mm. Lytton is uh, Lytton is a. Let me see. I'm pretty sure it's a. Yeah, it's a pretty far north, and it's for it's a village, so it's more for natives. Well, I mean that's what she has always been very. Uh, focus on representing her, her uh, First Nations and Two-Spirit heritage. So that's very good for her. Yeah. Um, well, I also like the little montage that they did at the beginning of this episode where they kind of showed us the whole beginning of, um, or the whole season of, of Canada's Drag Race and kind of gave us a rundown of this episode. Um, and then we get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, we come back into the workroom after Jimbo's elimination, and everybody says, oh, 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 okay, oh, 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 okay. I also loved her message, spread your legs, spread love, and win. <laughs> um, I didn't get the oh, 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 okay thing. Well, that was, I heard her say it, like, once or twice. I think we heard her say it, like, three times, technically, but I, I'm sure they pro- she probably said it more, more than that. More in the workroom. Yeah. Um, because I remember her saying it with Rita Baga with a big fight, and then she said it with um, Alona... Yes, she said it with Alona, and then she said it again when it was the top four that were in the back, um, and they were like yell or te- they weren't yell, they were pretend fighting uh, back for that. So I think I remember hearing her say it three times because she was like, "Oh, okay," because that's what when Alona was like yelling at her, or when she when she said something back to Alona and Alona started to yell at her, she was just like, "Oh, okay," <laughs> like so I thought that was mm. funny. So I'm sure it probably she probably said it a lot more than that, but yeah. Um, Bobo was very excited for winning her ball challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, Rita is a witch. Yes. Do we know that she's a witch? L E M O N. She predicted. Make it till the end. Predicted that no one from Team L E M O N would yes. make it to the finale. Exactly. I love that. Um, yes. Amazing. Also, we go over some of the statistics. Uh, we've got Bobo. With her first maxi challenge win this yes. episode. But she makes a big deal. She's like, oh, I want the ball, though. Like, okay, girl. Yeah. It's... <laughs> you wore three outfits in one, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, no bottoms. No lip syncs. No bottoms or lip syncs, yeah. Um, then we got Rita Vega. We've got three wins, and she's been in the bottom twice for the past two weeks. Mm-hmm. So she was like... Going, 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 and then just went. She was like a GG good kind of thing from season 12, where it's like, whoa, where did that come Where'd from? Where'd she go to? Yeah. She what, left. Where did she come she from? Left Where'd the she building. go? Uh, and then Priyanka with her two wins, but also her two, two bottoms. bottoms. Yes. So then they decided they're all kind of like even. Even. And I was like, oh, no. Well. I still think the three wins means more. Yeah. I would say three wins and even Priyanka with two wins means more. Like, just because you've been. Coasting. In coasting, yeah. It doesn't mean that you're doing better. Like, because yeah. I mean, re- really, when I look at it, like, typically what happens is like you take a risk, and like, whether or not that risk is good or bad, like, that shows that you're like putting your whole heart and being into it. And I know that Bobo, would, I'm not saying that Bobo wasn't, but what I am saying is that like, you have to take those risks every single week to get 
your critiques and whether or not that was a good critique or a bad critique like you you're still like you have to put the your everything into it you know um so i don't know i'm not not saying that bobo didn't do that but i am not not saying that she didn't do that you know what i'm saying no no mm-hmm. okay then ignore everything i just said <laughs> i usually do yeah I, that's where i'm at <laughs> so i don't really have much in between that i really just jumped right to the maxi challenge well, yeah, so they came back in the workroom, um, and Bobo was wearing that ugly-ass jacket from that full, that makeover challenge that she did, and it's still so ugly. And, and then they get the room. we hear somebody that says, I love your jacket. And she's like, oh, thanks. thanks. Okay. Mm. Um, room mail happens, and then Brooklyn Heights enters the workroom. To announce our maxi challenge, which is the typical top three Why challenge. not? Exactly. Um, singing, writing, performing. To one of uh, the Queen's songs, RuPaul. RuPaul, you wear it well. So they have to write their own verses, record with... Um, Ralph. Ralph, which I still don't get that. Um, and She's then a also, woman named Ralph. Okay. And they also have to choreograph with Hollywood Jade and Brooklyn Heights. Yes. Um, and also, they get to have an interview with Jeffrey Boyer Chapman and Tracy Melshore, Canada's yeah. girlfriend. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. And then, of course, we go into a montage. But I love before that the Brooklyn says, don't suck. Don't, don't suck, bye. <laughs> yes. Uh, I didn't write much after this. I just wrote about the recording session. <laughs> um, I wrote about both. Okay. Um, I love that Rita does her three harmonies in her verse. That's what I wrote about, too. That's so the first good. thing I wrote. Uh, because, uh, first of all, Scarlett was feeling nervous about her. She was like, I'm going to have such good, fun lyrics. Uh, and then, Re- But then she was like, but I'm kind of nervous about like Rita being a singer. And then Rita goes in and he was starts. like, hold on. <laughs> hold my uh, phone, bitch. Exactly. Um, let me tell you. And Ralph was like, okay, well, I trust you. Like, let's do these harmonies. Because I remember you singing the for the previous challenge. Um, and we're getting into it. Uh, she did have a little, little problem with enunciating. She can't say the word alien. 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 She's like, I hear the same thing. Yeah. I I think Ralph didn't have like the um, correct terms to help her when she was like, you're like emphasizing the wrong syllable. Like, because she was putting emphasis on a, like alien, alien. And she was like, it just should be alien. Like (laughs) alien. Just like, there's no emphasis on alien. I think that, no, the emphasis should be on the Lee. Alien. Alien. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that. Yeah. Because, I mean, really, the emphasis is... She was putting, like, alien, like... Alien. 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 Like, and she was trying to get her to be like, don't do that. Because that's what's messing up, like, the rest of your, like... Because then she's, alien, like, just going to town. Yeah. So, it's like, okay, if you're already, like, messing up your tongue to begin with, it's not going to, like, go well from there. So, uh, I thought it was funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I didn't write them in order. I wrote about their... um, Recording I didn't talk about their and their, their interviews. I just wrote a little bit. Yeah, so well, so I'll Rita's just, very I'll proud. Your lead. <laughs> Rita is very proud to be French Canadian, mm-hmm. uh, and that's all I have about that. That's it. <laughs> um, and so then, but both... I mean, it, that is a very true thing to say because I mean, she's the only. It, it was only two francophones that were on um, Canada's Drag Canada's Drag Race. Which, but I also don't know that Anastasia was not uh, that she didn't speak French because she was from um, the Bahamas. Yeah, you know, didn't. Oh, no, maybe not the Bahamas. They speak French. Some of the um, islands do. Islands do. That's but okay. It's really just Haiti, I think. I thought it was another one. 
I thought it was several others. But like the Saint like lesser Antilles, like those are usually Dutch. Yeah. Okay. Never Martinique. Mind. Martinique is French. Okay. I don't remember. So that's what I was like. Okay. I didn't know. Th- I didn't remember that she was from the Bahamas. Anyways. Um, yeah. So I think that's a really good thing to be proud of because you are like the one francophone that has made it to the rest of this challenge and like i don't know the statistics on like how much of canada is french versus english but i mean when you look at the geography of like here's this territory that speaks french and the rest is english like it does Mm. seem like it would feel like you're a minority yes in ways well that's canada is uh constantly kind of teeter-tottering on that Mm -hmm. so the province that i'm from is the only bilingual province Mm -hmm. because it border it's a small province that borders quebec and quebec is only other only other border is with ontario which is fully english speaking yeah um and we when i was little we lived in quebec when they had a separatist movement Mm -hmm. so quebec was trying to become its own Country. country yeah uh, so there's always been a little bit of a divide in kind of where people, what people associate themselves with. People from Quebec would say that they're from Quebec. They're, they would also say they're Canadian, but the, at first they would probably say they're Quebecois. Yeah. And people from Canada who are English speaking will always say they're Canada. Canadian. Yeah. So, so it's a sense of identity. It is a bit of an identity mm-hmm. because, I mean... French and English people were both Western, Westernized people, but mm-hmm. there's differences, slight differences in yeah. the way that we do things. That but I there's think... also the historical, like French and British have always hated each other for um, centuries, millennia, <laughs> yeah. since, since fucking like before thousands. <laughs> like, I think I mean it's definitely lessened in our time. Yeah, I'm not saying that they hate each other, but I'm saying that they are two very different cultures. Mm-hmm. Even though they are right next to each other on a fucking map, they are two very different cultures. What I think it is is mostly that English people are less um, willing to try <laughs> to, to, to kind of communicate with French people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know where you're going with that. Okay, now and I French people, yeah. well, from what I've come in contact with, because when you go to northern New Brunswick, most people speak French. Yeah. And so when I've been there, people will, uh, French people will understand. I mean, because I would try French first and they weren't getting it. So yeah. they would try English. But also that's it. what w- I've always been told since I was a kid is that, you know, growing up at church, everyone's like, oh, well, these French people are really hate Americans. Like, well, they hate Americans because Americans, uh, I think they take that bit of English from them and they just decide like well if you're not speaking american then america like then you suck kind of thing and i think the french are very much like okay well if you at we least have a really try, rich culture and yeah. you would like it if you try if you if you fucking tried i wouldn't fucking hate you like it, it's very simple as that like i i don't know because i mean that's like and also it's so easy especially nowadays to like look up Do very google translate very simple phrases that you can learn these things before you go there because like i know i don't know german but i know enough german that if i went to fucking germany that i could speak german but also from what i understand most germans if not all of them speak english or some some amount of english so if i wanted to go there and speak english i could but what what am i going to do i'm going to go there and i will try my fucking german because I like that culture. So the French, 
if you go there and you speak French or attempt to speak French, even if they know English and you, they know that you don't speak French. Because let me tell you, they fucking know. Oh yeah. Um, because I mean, it's like one thing that always like really surprised me. Not by surprise me, but like I couldn't wrap my mind around even so. Like I mean, America has how many different accents uh, in in or I'm sorry, United States has how many different accents that we have you know from all over the everywhere. Like they can hear that you are like a Texan speaking German, like you're speaking Texan German kind of thing. And I like I guess I never like wrap my mind around the fact that there's different accents in different languages, even though that's literally the same thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting to me. Um, and so, I mean, if you go to France, th- they're going to know that you're not speaking French, 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 French. Or if you go to Quebec, they'll know you're not speaking Quebecois French. Exactly. And when Quebecois people go to France, <laughs> they, they're like, <laughs> they're like, oh, these bum French people. <laughs> but it's a thing. Like if you're trying to speak their language, you're going to get a, a, a lot of a lot more respect from them than you are. If you just go and they're like, oh, I don't know what you're saying. Like, well, why didn't you try? Or, or you, you could even like be nice about telling them like you don't know what you're saying like oh sorry i don't know what you're saying like walk off kind of thing like that's kind of rude so i don't know that was a long rant <laughs> yeah so then bobo <laughs> talks about her mom yeah uh, and performing at 17 girls 17 years old her mom would stay up and watch her yeah it's crazy we work in six the next morning i was mm-hmm. like the fuck and you know that we talked about this last episode with these bars saying up or these bars with new queens not allowing new queens to go on stage until eleven o'clock or midnight. So she was staying up until one o'clock, midnight. one or two a.m. like at least midnight to see the show. But you know, one or two a.m. to take her home or to go home. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. Um, during her singing, oh. uh, she's not a singer. <laughs> no, ma'am. There are some very pitchy parts. Um, to the point where the computer cannot find out the note that she's singing. Yes, and also I loved the fact that she, like, Ralph was like, try and match my fucking pitch. Uh, 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 and she's like, uh, okay, you're higher. Uh, and she's like, uh, like, <laughs> how? I don't, I don't get tone deaf because I have never been tone deaf, but... And, like, I'm not the greatest singer. I'm not saying that I am. But, like, tone, tone deaf also plays, like, band instruments. And you can't tell when you're not in tune with the person next to you, which being higher up in band, you, that you have to constantly be listening to, like, whether or not you're in tune. And then you have to change your amateur or change your position on your note to make sure that you're within the the correct intonation. And if she was not even getting the right note, girl. <laughs> um, I do want to add <clears throat> oh God. this weekend – when we were at Thomas's sister's house, we did karaoke. Oh boy! Because <laughs> uh, we just do that, and because we just do it, <laughs> karaoke people. Uh, and I sang, and I'm telling you, by Jennifer Holiday. Yeah. And the crowd went wild. The crowd went wild. I you think mean... it was mostly Thomas. <laughs> you but... <are>. Yeah. Woo <laughs> Hey, it felt like I was right there at JR's. You felt like a million bucks. <laughs> it felt like I was at JR's, and I was also in the audience yelling at myself. Bitch, also, at the same time, JR's is one of those places, like, even if you, like, half attempt, and you're just energetic and happy to be there, everyone's going to sing along with you. doesn't fucking matter if you're good or not. Like, everyone's going to be excited and be there for you. I'm not saying that you weren't good. I'm just oh, saying. Oh, I was. <laughs> I'm sure you were. I'm just saying. Thomas, tell him. JR. Amazing. Uh, wait, what's never stopping? Never, never been the same. Theme. Extraordinary. <laughs> yes, that bar, club, club plane, plane, bus, another, another club, bus, another, another club, club, plane. No, no sleep. sleep. <laughs> That's and if you need me to do it again, <laughs> bus club. <laughs> yes. Um, 
Yeah, so I guess we go on to Priyanka. Oh, yes. Uh, Priyanka, uh, she's a singer now. Yeah. She didn't used to be, but after this, she is now a singer. She is now a singer. Um, that's all I wrote about her. She talks she, about finding she sang, her... She sang well. Yeah. She talks about finding her balance uh, with her career and her television host uh, job. Mm. Um, and talks about being the Hannah Montana of Canada. This is the best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. Oh, God. I'm a singer now. Oh, you're a singer? After you sang Jennifer Holiday, you're like... A bitch. <laughs> She's ready. She's, She's ready. ready for her career. Can't oh, wait cor- until COVID's over and I can sing it at JR's. <laughs> oh, memories. <laughs> the Eagles opening again. Um, I won't be going. No, me neither. <laughs> but they're opening on Wednesday. I was like, oh, wow. Look at you. How? Bars are still supposed to be closed, aren't they? So they're serving food. They're doing like buddies. Oh. Yeah, they're ordering Little Caesars. Now, I, right now they're doing Tacos Adrian, which is the thing that's out front. But <laughs> well, hold on, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> that's different. Suddenly, suddenly everything's changed. Um, suddenly, I'd like to <laughs> hang out on the street in front of the Eagle <laughs> again. If they closed on the street, I wouldn't hate that. If they had like a full like open street thing going on, uh, that wouldn't be terrible. But. Um, I don't know. What you know the gays aren't going to wear their masks. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. We saw what happened in June. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All those gays are stupid. Uh, but also, um, the the rules are apparently supposed to be like very strict because they get checked like every single night on like by TABC or who, whoever whoever is doing the check. So like Buddies has been very strict since they reopened serving food. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, but then they're supposed to. So, Tacos Adrian is helping out until they actually have their, uh, their it's called Eagle Eats. Uh, so I don't know what they're doing or where they're putting their food, whatever. They don't even have a kitchen. I, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like, I don't know if they have like a, if they're going to be setting up a grill out in the like little area. They have a back area. Where? So when you go up, remember when you go up those stairs? That's been said. <laughs> when you go, or not the stairs, once you go up the ramp, like straight out the street, there is like a little like small back alley back there. So I don't oh. know if they have something set up back there. If they're planning on doing something, I'm just like, don't burn down the eagle again. <laughs> we don't need that to happen. <laughs> we like to keep them. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I don't know if they're like. I don't know where they'll set up. I don't know if they set like if they're gonna. I, cause I'm assuming they're probably gonna just like do a bunch of grilled foods. Like, that's good. hot dogs. Hot dogs. A bunch of grilled foods. Like something like buy Alex shaped foods. Buy a, a two dollar hot dog and then you're allowed to stay here. Like <laughs> bananas, cucumbers, hot mm-hmm. dogs. Like the works. You know. <laughs> Yule logs. It's a cake. Oh. Bush Noel. It's a. Um, we're we're talking about Canada's drag what? race. Yeah. Why are we back on food again? Anyways, <laughs> uh, and her mantra now is just be gay. Just be gay. And it's true. You really should. Yeah. Just all go you for it. young baby gays out there that are not ready to come out. Just be gay. Just be gay. If you're listening to uh, our Rufy podcast, let us know if you're a young baby gay because we'll help you out. You know. I don't know if we will. I, I'll be supportive. We'll email you back and be like, "Hey, you're gay." Like, what? Good work, girl. <laughs> you did get it. Get it. Congratulations, you did it. <laughs> Me and Savannah have been watching uh, Love Victor recently, and oh god, um, I did not like it. Oh okay. Well, I have not finished it yet, so no spoilers. Um, well, I, I I watched a episode and I didn't. Like a it. episode. I've enjoyed it. I have just found uh, that uh, the. Um, uh, whole him asking Simon and paying attention to like Simon the entire time. I'm like, okay, this is a lot. Um, yeah, I don't need to be in contact with some gay person on the way to the school. 
the years a year before or years before i don't know yeah exactly so i'm like i'm that's why i look at it and like i don't understand why you're asking this this boy and also at the same time like i guess like nowadays on instagram if anyone messaged me that i don't know i'm like i don't i don't know you i don't care what kind of gay you are but then again the message that victor sent to begin with was very much like i hate you because you made life seem so easy blah 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 and so it, i but simon responded very like Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'd been like, shut the fuck up, bitch. You can go live your own life, you little twat. I don't need to hear anything from your bitch ass. <laughs> I'd go on this like massive ass rant on him. Like, no, ma'am, you are not about to gay bash me after I just set up everything to be all good for you. Okay, okay. I paved the way for you, motherfucker. <laughs> I'd go all Jimbo. It doesn't matter what flavor you want. Lemon. Nice, juicy lemon. Yeah, so that's what I've been this entire time. And then he goes to, he buys a fucking, oh, you haven't watched any. I don't further, care. But, uh, he buys a fucking bus ticket to go to New York to see Simon just on a whim. And is like, girl, you don't even know this man. Like. Man. Man, yeah. Because he is a college boy, like, that you just, like, decided to go to New York for. You have never been outside the state of Texas or now the state of Georgia. And you're just driving up in a bus up to fucking Atlanta at the age of 16. And then he goes to a gay club. And Katya's in it. Um, <gasps> well, I have to watch that. Yeah, you have to watch that. Um, and he goes to a gay club and everyone's, like, giving him drinks. But then, they're like, there was one scene there was, like, he'll just have a ginger ale. I'm, like, I don't think he was drinking ginger ale all night. I think you guys were giving him drinks. And he gets all, gets to go up on stage with Katya. Like, bitch, he's no. a 16-year-old. Get him off. Call me. Yeah. I will come get on the stage with Katya anytime she is. Get, get him off? Excuse me? <laughs> no. No, no. That's illegal. He's 16. <laughs> That's what all these kids, like, have, like, facial hair and stuff like that. I'm like... <laughs> I know that all you actors are not 16, okay? <laughs> yeah, how was your 25th birthday? Exactly. Uh, but also his, like, gay love interest, I'm like, mm, I'm into him. Okay, okay. Anyways, uh, we, that was a long it was this, this has been a long segue. This um, is also apparently going to be a long And also, I'm episode. not interested in that. <laughs> okay. So, um, I would just like to talk about the dancing. Yeah. All of these queens have trouble. Not one of these queens gets it right off. I think that Priyanka, well, Priyanka wasn't bad with her dancing, but she was making faces the entire time. And Brooklyn was like, no, you cannot be making faces. Uh, Bobo, I didn't have anything for Bobo, really. Um, Rita. <laughs> Ooh, girl. <laughs> I love that Priyanka's like, Rita, what are you wearing, girl? This is not the Matrix. Yeah, because she was wearing a fedora. And a then duster most... and fedora and a pleather shirt, leather pants. I thought that was the best read. She needs to say it out loud. Yeah, say to it, the girl. Say while, it to her face while they're dancing. Well, uh, these these bitches are watching this epi this this season again. They're gonna hear all, or they should be, unless you're Magnolia well, I don't even, Crawford. Yeah. Um, well, I don't care if she didn't say it. I mean, I'm sure even. Rita would be like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was a little bit Matrix. Why am uh, I Russian? Let me tell you, uh, I, do, I don't know. That is what I wore for the day. I did not know the challenge. <laughs> Bitch, you knew that you were going to go out and choreograph with a fucking... I don't know. Rita funny. dresses like every person from the 90s. Yeah. Well, she... From the 90s. She's not 32. Old. She's not that old. <laughs> she started drag when we were babies. <laughs> No. No. We were in high we were in college at that point. She's not Bianca Del Rio. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, I love whenever Bianca's like, look at my drag back in nineteen ninety five. I'm like, 
Oh, hey, yeah, I think that's the year that I was teething. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely that. Um, okay, I'm going to take this. Um, also, rip Lady Bunny. Oh, did she die? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> he almost made me spit my shot everywhere. Yeah. What are you trying to touch your teeth <laughs> to it for? I was cheersing. <laughs> Just a little clink clink, you know? Oh, wow. Um... Woof. <laughs> so the queens go to the workroom on the elimination day, and they get to uh, being a little shady, asking some questions. I thought they it was want, hilarious. They want to talk about who the worst look of the season is. Actually, before that, I loved whenever Priyanka, Priyanka. Re, Priyanka reads Scarlet by saying that she's going to have her face lady where she's going to go to her face lady after all this and get those all-star lips. I, that was not just a read on Scarlet. That was a read on every single queen. Alaska, Adore, I mean, uh, Naomi Smalls, any queen that went... It was went, really a read for Naomi Smalls. Yeah. Any queen that went and got their lips filled after that, I was like, oh. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Shea Coulee, I think, got her lips filled, too. A little bit. Who from season 12, though? Because season 12 is the next Jan. one. Jan. Jana's not going to. She has thin, villainous lips, and she is proud of them. Oh, you think that she's going to be okay with that? Yes. Alaska had thin, villainous lips, too, and she was a villain. Who do I think it will be? I want to start another little tangent. Oh, boy. Let's do it. Uh, out of the season 12 queens, uh, Aiden Zane. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good she one. Has, does she even have a mouth? I don't know. I don't we, think she does. We saw uh, just uh, the only thing I can think of with Aiden Zane is shake and go wig and those referee balls. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Nikki Doll would ever do that. I think Jada might. Jada, but Jada she could pump those puppies up a little better. Jada is also already a winner, stunningly gorgeous. So she doesn't, and stunningly gorgeous. So she doesn't need to, but she could. She could. Um. I don't think Crystal Method would. She might. I don't know. She likes she to would. have her big ass lips. Um, Gigi, no. You will you say no? I don't know. We is she might. I don't know. Spoopy, do you think Gigi would get lip injections? Oh, hmm. I don't think so. I don't know. Jackie might. She might. Jackie might. Or she I don't might know. They're both from L.A. and New York, and like they do that shit all the time. Implants. Yeah. Uh, Heidi, no. No. Widow, no. No. Both have beautiful lips. Yes. Jan, I don't think Jan would. Uh, I I don't know. I just look at New York and um, LA Queens, I'm like, you mind. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. They have access to that everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on down to this corner store. We got gas station Botox. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on down to the bodega. We got lip injections. We can do your taxes. Yes. <laughs> All of you the need above. a sandwich. <laughs> Uh, Wait, what, what is the thing that people are obsessed with in New York? The egg and uh, egg, egg, bacon and cheese sandwiches. It's you, okay. It's another superhero movie. Never mind. From Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn is like, <clears throat> where's the best? Egg? I think it's egg, bacon and cheese sandwiches in croissant sandwiches in New York City. And like this place that she goes to is like the absolute best. Because I mean, she's in Gotham, quote unquote. But Gotham is based off of New York City. Um, when we were at Thomas's sister's house this weekend, I told everyone that I didn't like superhero movies. How did it go over? They didn't. They were not a fan of that comment. Yep. Um, 
but I stand behind it, and I don't give a fuck. I'm proud of you, but also I'm ashamed of you. Well, you're the one who's a fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> because I like superhero movies? Yeah. That's they, like the in no thing right now. <laughs> nope. Don't make any sense to me. It's been the in thing for the past decade, and you're like, no, make any sense? I'm confusing about them. Because no, they, we're, we're like, not doing this. When I imagine things, I want to imagine superheroes. I'm like, what if? No. What if it was a killer? Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's talk about murderers instead, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Nikki, no. Aiden, possibly. Maybe. Rockham, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Dahlia, absolutely. Absolutely. She already I has think she it already done. has them, yeah. Already started. But Rockham could go the way of um, kimchi. Did kimchi get lit for list? Oh, yes, she got I lit for I haven't list. seen kimchi since season eight. Oh, wait, no, we saw her on um, uh We just celebrity. saw her now. Oh, well, yeah. I didn't really pay attention to that. Anyways, so then they ask the question, like you said, um, what, what, they start gossiping, and they ask, what was the ugliest look? And it is definitely uh, a unanimous Kynes glow-up look. Yeah. When she did the, try to do the Ursula thing, uh, I had to ask the same question. Do you have any ugly looks that immediately come to your mind right away? That one. <laughs> Mine was her, um... Uh, the gold challenge when she did the gold thing, I do. It, w- it was still kinds. It was still kinds. But then another one that came up was uh, that th- in the same vein was Kiara. I hated most of Kiara's looks as well. So yeah, she was not a look queen, and she was I, supposed to be like the fashion queen. Exactly. And so I was trying to think like because I think she was trying to be Naomi Smalls, but like not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, like... Like, short Naomi's movie. Exactly. Because she was trying to do, like, the legs and the body without any of the titties and anything like that. And it's like, girl, I don't think you can do... Well, she can do it, but I think that she needs to do a little bit more. Uh, because she was just, like, going on just straight legs and no titties. And no titty paint, either. So it was just like, this is just boy. Like, <laughs> I, that's all I'm getting here. Um, I would also offer up Jimbo's princess look. I you did hated not that so like much. that. It was awful. Oh well, that was the one with the the V on her head. It wasn't. I didn't hate it as much as you did, but I can see why people would hate it. Um, I have to think. Like, what else? What other looks are just absolutely terrible? Um, I did not like Boa's colander oh, titties. No, and Tynomi's glow up look. Which Mama, one was, this is garbage. Which one was Tynomi's glow up look? With the, the chainmail face and the ponytail. Oh, that, that one wasn't top. great either. But oh. that was not the one that I was like immediately like, this is fucking because ugly. Because Kine was still there. Exactly. Um, the, uh, basically, both of Kine's looks that Kine brought, fucking ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe that she didn't wasn't in the bottom the first episode because I think it should have been Lemon versus Kine. And then, or not Lemon versus Kine. I think it should have been Juicebox versus Kine. And I think that we should have kept Juicebox. And sent Kine home the first episode because we'll talk about that later because yeah you know, other we'll things happen. Um, we talk about one of Rita's favorite moments was uh, teabagging the lovely Kiara. I thought it was hilarious too. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, uh, Rita's look in that entire thing or, was lesbian. W- or not look the entire her acting in the entire thing was like my favorite thing that I saw from Rita Baga mm-hmm. and getting to see that the second episode was just. Yes, because at first, when we first looked, I mean, I don't think, did we record the first look? We didn't do the promo. Mm-hmm. 
from the promo, I was not expecting much from Miss Rita no. Vega. When I, because we didn't do the promo, because we did the first episode of Canada's Drag Race, the same episode that we did the finale of season twelve. Season twelve. So mm-hmm. we, I mean, we put things together. Uh, no, not season twelve. All stars. All stars. Yeah. Yes. That must have been a long episode. How did we get two episodes in? A long <laughs> night of just. A, after a long night of hooking. Just say, honestly. <laughs> Shit. That's one of my jokes later. <laughs> Keep walking. Keep walking. Uh, Priyanka reminisces about failing the Snatch Game. Miss mm-hmm. Um, Which, from the beginning, I was like, she's got it. Yeah. Snatch Game is that girl. Because, I mean, they also edited it where she was like, I'm so confident. I'm so ready to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. <laughs> and we all saw how that turned mm-hmm. out. Okay, Miss Cleo. But also her character, when she explained it, I was like, oh, that's going to be really funny. She's going to do – because I was expecting her to go off of, like, the Fifi. Because, honestly, Fifi did a really good job in All-Stars 2 of Snatch Game. I know everyone hates Fifi. But, um, yes, uh, I thought that she was going to go with, like, a Teresa Caputo kind of style thing. It's like, oh, I'm seeing the future here. You know, something like that. Because I know that she didn't see Walter Mercado off of All-Stars 5 yet because that hadn't aired by the time they were already recording this. Um, but like you can go off of these things, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you had Teresa Caputo, and she did well. Yeah. Um. Also, when Priyanka puts that glitter on her eyes, baby, I was nervous for her. That is some chunky ass glitter. Yeah. Do you I'm not see how much she puts on there? The shit out of your eyelids. Yeah. Glitter is not kind of on your eyelids. No. Because you, you can't imagine ever, blinking. You haven't ever glued glitter on my eyelids. I've used cosmetic glitter. That's not no, cosmetic no. glitter. I have the glue glitter because I have glitter glue and like the glitter. And sometimes I like whenever I paint my face, I'll do like the crease up here and then like the in between crease that is like normally like white or skin tone. I'll do that in glitter instead. And that glitter is painful. Yes. It really is. So well, the way there's a the difference between face, cosmetic glitter and confetti glitter. And this bitch is using confetti glitter. Uh, it, it's still technically cosmetic glitter. Because I do have, like, the little things that... Because uh, I saw what she was using for it. And it, it's still... The, it's pretty much the same thing. It, I'm sure it's a different brand. But it's just... I mean, they're, they're smaller than, like, the, the big-ass pieces of glitter. But when you're putting... You have to put on a shit ton of glue. And you have to put on, like... A shit ton a of glitter. A shit ton of glitter. And those things are little sharp fuckers. And with the glue, you don't get like an even layer. It They're all pointing in different directions. And that's a good thing. Because it reflects the light. Because you want the light to push on all the things. But it hurts like a motherfucker. It I really does. I can imagine putting it on, one, wearing it, two, taking it off. Oh. You get lucky because you're, if you, the way, because I saw her take off her eyelashes at one point at the beginning of the episode. And it peeled off a lot of that glue, so I think that she Can she come I think out and she just peel it off. I don't know if when she was painting her face, if you paid attention to that. I wondered if she put on her eyelashes first and then put on that glitter. It wouldn't be smart because you would get a lot of fallout from the eyelash. But it's such chunky glitter that it wouldn't really matter. You can brush off a huge. You can piece brush of glitter. exactly. Um, and so if you are able to brush those things off, then you can just peel off your eyelash and that glue will come right. It'll yeah. just peel it right off. So it depends on the glue, but I imagine it's probably spirit gum or something. Something stupid. Yeah. Um, anyways, I was like, Oh girl, my eyelids. Yeah. They, they are sharp little fuckers. <laughs> some thin skin, Let me baby. tell you coming from a drag queen who has done drag before. Uh, it hurts. <laughs> All of drag hurts. But <laughs> All of it. Buy cosmetic glitter. But it's not as, it's not as, it's so fine. It's not as uh, vibrant as 
the the Put bigger pieces. On. I just I would much rather have that. Because like people are always like, oh, why don't you use the the um, glitter like an eyeshadow with glitter in it? That doesn't work. That's like, not the same it, thing as cosmetic. Glitter. I know, but like I don't know. And I think what you're talking, I think it what she's wearing is actually cosmetic glitter. I think it's it's drag makeup. It's drag glitter, drag cosmetic glitter. I'm thinking like uh, Mac pigment. Then no, it's probably not that. <laughs> Mac pigment can be pretty intense. Yeah, but we're also talking about like drag makeup. Drag makeup. Thomas always Mac tells me when I do drag, makeup. it's be bigger. So I mean, this is drag. Like cosmetic Bitch, don't glitter. Don't tell me about makeup. I know. I'm telling you about drag. I'm not telling you about makeup. I've been. This is all I've makeup. Been, it's not the same thing. Yes, it is. Because you remember that time that my face that you painted got red by that queen that said, "I want you to do bigger and be be a bigger drag queen." That was because she was talking about my face. Do more drag makeup. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not reading you, you the face. That, the I'm up. not reading the face that you painted me because Anyways, I got told how many times that I was shut the fuck up. beautiful. That was all you. But I got told that bigger drag makeup is different than the 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 girl makeup that you paint. Anyways, but I'm not reading you, bitch. Stacy McKenzie. <laughs> oh my god. The queen Stacy McKenzie gives birth to all these girls. Yes, queen. I love that. She I do. really cares about these girls. She does. And it's so refreshing because normally, what do we have, Michelle? Uh, who Michelle? <laughs> give a fuck. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a queen. But honestly, I think that out of between RuPaul and Michelle Visage, who cares more more about those queens? Michelle. Michelle, absolutely. One hundred. She knows all those queens' names. She gives so many shits about what they're doing and actually doing well. RuPaul does not give a shit. <laughs> See, but I think like <gasps> I've also heard a rumor. But continue. <laughs> Michelle is like, uh, I would think of them in terms of like aunts. Yeah. Like Michelle's the aunt that's like, you gotta, you know, you're, I believe in you. You can do this. You gotta just change this a little bit. You're going to college. You're going to do all this. And Stacy's like, you're perfect. You're beautiful. I love you. You can do anything you want to well, do. Well, we saw that but when, why don't we just tweak this a little bit? That's, we saw that when, uh, Michelle Visage was the guest judge because Tracy was like, or not Tracy, Stacy was like, if you stand up straight and do this and look like this, and Michelle's like, no, no. <laughs> still doesn't make it better. And Tracy, uh, Stacy, damn it, Stacy was like, uh, okay, <laughs> just <Bitch>. awkward laugh. <laughs> oh, here we are. Whoa, <laughs> this is my show and not yours, but you're here and. <laughs> Lots of, lots of like the, the fake jaw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so then we have our um, performance. Performance. Yes. I really don't have too much about it. I just. I actually do. Oh, okay. Well, oh, I wrote on, little girl. little things about each person. Bring it on. Bring it on. I, okay, so first verse was Priyanka's. Um, I verse thought, is bomb. Oh, oh my God. I thought that Priyanka's verse was good and, well, great, honestly, because she really put her personality into it without being annoying. Uh, she started off relying or with the question. She was like, question, oh, you know. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Oh, that body yeah, also, yeah, yeah. yes. I think all, all three of them look stunning, to be honest. Stunting. I think that, like, I don't think there was a single person that looked at up that stage, looked up on that stage and said, 
eh, they should have done something different. I thought they all looked stunning. All I was so impressed with Priyanka showing her midriff, though. Me I was too. Like, Girl. That was a that was a, a risk, but she went for it and she did it, and they she looked stunning. I think all three of them looked stunning, but she went because I'm sure they probably told them like do black and silver, and she went full silver with everyone else went black so you really couldn't take your eyes off of her no she went like a silver ass bikini and it she looked really good she was on mm-hmm. every time the camera hit her exactly uh, the verse was good uh, like i said she because she had that personality the the question you know whatever question and then whatever she said and then answer priyanka uh, I thought it was really good. One uh, thing that I do have to maybe dock her a bit about is that after her verse, she was singing the RuPaul. She was lip syncing the Ru- RuPaul parts, uh, which I don't think that you were supposed to do, which made me pay attention to her more than the other girls. I didn't know that you weren't supposed to do I that. I don't think they were because nobody else was doing it. Okay. I don't know if they weren't and supposed to be I doing think... it or if, she, if they were supposed to be doing it. Because uh, be. in the past, mm-hmm. they have been lip syncing them. Yes. Because, like, you look at all... The one that I always go back to is All Stars 2. Because All Stars 2 is the one that started this shit. Because, uh, uh, well, I guess technically season 6, season 7, season 8, they did, like, their version. But they didn't do, like, the live version until All Stars 2. Yes. All Stars 2 was the, the bitch that came out and, like, let's do the live version of this. And then season 9, season 10, you know, every season after that has done that. Uh, so now we have this live version... And All Stars 2, they did the the Roop, they lip synced to the RuPaul part. Yes. Um, so but I don't know what they're supposed to do. It, I mean, it could go either way. But Priyanka did stop halfway through. After her verse, she continued on the RuPaul verse. Yeah. And then Scarlet started and she Stop tried lip-sync. to stop. She was still doing a little bit of like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but also that part, helps you stopped. that can like keeps you on knowing beat. me because like knowing me when I've done band when like I have my rests it was like when I did marching band you had to like sing that in your head to know where you were at to know like where to hit your lines and then where to hit your sets and stuff like that so I can understand that that she was kind of mouthing that but at the same time like you're on like live like we're focusing we're on looking you kind at of you. Thing. yeah um, so there's a, a weird catch twenty two there. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, oh, relying on the what, what's her name thing. Uh, she also loved, uh, like the singing. I, I'm sorry. I also love the singing portion where she said, uh, I had a vision. Miss Priyanka read your mind with call me now echoing in the answer. Cause it was the call me now that she did from, she was reading herself. Um, and then she was easily my favorite to like keep watching because she just had that energy. She had that it factor that I just kept on like looking to her that I was like, and I think it, the silver might've played a factor. Cause it was just like, I was just w- watching her and like, it just kept on like going back to her, even though I was trying to watch everywhere else. So I really loved her performance. Um, going on to Scarlet Bobo. Uh, I actually had the opposite Chrissy. <laughs> uh, she did not once talk about herself. Uh, well, no, she did. She only talked about herself once. Um, though she made a statement, she did have a good message in her verse talking about kings and queens and queer artists using drag as war paint. Uh, but she didn't talk about herself until like the last like two measures uh, when she was like never in the bottom, always in the top. And that was it. 
Like Priyanka was like, because I mean, you look at all, once again All Stars two. I because I love the All Stars two. Reggie, 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 Reggie. That's like my, that. That's the best one. Like you really can't compete with that. Um, and so I always look back at that because and I'm of like, Roxy Andrews. Yeah. yeah, but like the queens all talk about themselves mm-hmm. and like try and bring themselves up and like prove to you that I'm the best queen that deserves to win. And Scarlet Bob was like. Let's talk about all these other queens and every king and all these other queer artists. And, like, I love that. But, like, girl, you didn't tell us about you. Yeah. Like, it was not – that was not great for me. Um, she still did really well. She, I really loved her dance. Uh, just, I loved her dance. Mm-hmm. But when she was dancing as background, didn't not like it, her dance. Not it. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, her verse just didn't flow slash make as much sense to me as I wanted it to. Yeah. Um, so then we go on to Rita Baga's verse. This was probably my favorite, though. Oh, my God. The verse was fire. Fire. I fire. loved it. Uh, she really listed off all... Like, she literally went down the... She was like, this is why you should love me. This is also why you should love me. This is why you should love me. And this is why you should love me. I'm going to keep performing, but also this is why you should love me. She listed off her uniqueness to a point so great that this is Rita Baga and why she deserves a crown. The only problem that I have with her was All the, the dancing. dancing. The dancing, the was, dancing not good. was not great. She did, she danced, she did the dancing, but, but it was not executed flawlessly. She looked like she was so in her head with her dancing. Like she didn't smile not once, mm-hmm. and maybe that was her plan. Yeah, that she wanted to look like a, a stone cold, bitch. like fierce bitch. But that was not the great thing. When you're looking at Priyanka the way that she's dancing, like you should have been doing a little bit more, like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but the verse was fire. I love that so verse. Good. Chef's kiss. Mwah. Um, and then I moved right on to the runway. runway. Uh, Coronation Eleganza, their very best drag. Very best drag. Emphasize that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Rita's up first to the runway. Mm-hmm. I don't know that the Coronation runway was the time to pull out the green paint, Thank honey. Thank you. I get, I get that the episode, you're, you're really trying to push the whole alien vibe. Because technically she did bring it from like the very start. But it was something that you brought in the very beginning that got lost all along all the way until the way. this episode. Yes, I agree. Um, it doesn't give glamour to me. And it's not shocking enough for a finale. I thought that she was really pretty. That's she the thing. She was pretty. She was really pretty. Um, for green, looking like a green queen, and she looked like a real, like, chameleon princess, because she had the big braids that looked like horns. She was painted green very beautifully. The green paint was good. Um, I think that if she was doing a cos... This gives me cosplay of that girl that you did for the gamer show. Gamora? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, but... But at least for, her, th- for her, that, it would have been a show-stopping winner. Her hands matched her face, though. Exactly. <laughs> the dress is moderately flattering. Cascading shoulder pads don't do it for me. And the blonde wig is just awful. I, I actually hate, like the wig. Hate, hate the wig. I love the wig. Or not love. I like the wig. Um, I wanted it to be bigger. I wanted, I honestly, the wig that I would have chosen would have been like a spaced out, like uh, Alaska, The her... Um, uh, final runway from season five when she had the wig that was just like top. It's like started and then coned out like from there. I think that would have been 
perfect for this. Uh, but she went with like a bejeweled queen kind of vibe instead that she like wanted to create like a more tailored like, look. Ta- yeah, tailored look. Uh, I really love the dress because it had so many colors to it. And the colors were not just like, here's purple, here's green. They were like faded into each other. And I th- it looked, it was scales. She was going for a chameleon is what she was doing. And so she did like a purple to green and then back to purple and then like different areas across her body. I thought the dress was really gorgeous. Um, but my question is that was is this, this your best your best drag? Because we've seen we saw your plastic look, and I would have swooped the plastic look over this. Oh, one hundred. In my personal opinion, I still thought she looked gorgeous, and I still swooped it. I pooped it. I didn't like it. Okay. Well, then we go on to Scarlet Bobo. Um, I think Bobo looks very pretty. Um, it's the signature red hair mm-hmm. uh, is styled just so so beautifully. Mm-hmm. Her makeup. Stunning. stunning always it's there is never the point that i think scarlet has walked the runway where i was like scarlet your your makeup's not great yeah she's always beautiful um and she really knows how to paint herself in like certain emotions Mm -hmm. like some looks like her um ice queen look it definitely was more like like kind of like fierce yeah and most of the time she paints like like uh kind of angry yeah and this she just looked happy she is for the, sure a makeup artist because yes. she knows how to make those different those slight like slight changes. subtle tweaks in your makeup to make it look the way that you're trying to look you she know? looked like she was so happy to be there and mm-hmm. she felt as beautiful as she looked yes um now the dress on the other hand <laughs> uh the silhouette beautiful mm-hmm. i love the way that it looked if there were no color um, I love the flowing, billowing waves of black fabric. However, the fabric looks a little cheap to me. Mm. It's sort of like drugstore vampire cape quality. Okay. Um, and the pink underlay, honey, that was a choice and not a good one. I like the color because I do think the pink worked for her, but the way that it was done was Mm-mm. not my favorite. I um, think red would have been a little better. Yeah. Because um, then it would have matched her hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, my main concern with the dress is the high-low. Mm-hmm. I hate high-low. You know, and that's just I, me. You know I hate high-lows, too. You know I hate when it's, like, cut off, like... Okay, so there's a difference. Because I... If there's a difference with, like, the square high-low, where it, like, goes across and... Like, just, like mini skirt in the front, off, long in the back. There's a cape great. in the back. No, I hate that. Oh, I'd prefer that, too. This I kind of, like, that. wavy, like... No, ugh. I love the, the V-cut. I love the V-cut more than... Like, I like her V-cut more, but... I understand what you're saying about the high-low, but I hate the square high-lows where it like cuts around to your waist and then just drops off. Like, why don't you just wear a cape? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's very dated. Yeah. The, it was dated the season after it was popular. Um, and the upper portion of the dress, I think it's very pretty. I don't mind the nude illusion. I know that you don't like it. No, but you're the one who hates the nude illusions. I don't mind it here. Okay, I'm surprised because there's a reason why I hate because I don't mind a nude illusion because I've worn a nude illusion in different places. This nude illusion I feel like matches her skin tone very well. It does, but it's loose. I don't think necessarily that it's loose. I think that it's hard to get something that just with that much like strapping mm-hmm. of the fabric around it, it's hard to get something that's super tight in some areas Yeah, and has enough give for them to move. But that's my critique is that like, why did you choose these, the, the straps down your arm if the nude illusion was going to do weird creasing? And I think we'll figure it out later. Okay. 
Um, well, so my critique of this whole outfit is that she had been talking up her saving her best outfit, her absolute best out outfit for the last episode. So I had these high expectations for her dress, especially after seeing some of her outfits previously. And let me tell you, I did not think this was it. Uh, her dress definitely did not fit her in, like, if you look at her, her like, midriff as well, it was not as tight as her corset that she was wearing. And so it, like, bagged up in weird spots. Which is for a reason. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Later. Um, yes. But at the same time, it's like, okay, but we, you have to be walking the runway in your best drag. If this is not... It. You shouldn't have worn you it. You shouldn't have worn it. Um, My favorite Bobo look was the denim look. That's what I was going to say. That's literally what I wrote, bitch. I literally said I would have taken this denim look or the look that she... Uh, her pageant look. Oh, like the the Cruella de Vil, like, oh, and then yeah, the big thing one. on the side. I would have taken that as best drag over this. 100% easily, th that was your best drag. Like, yeah. because also, this look does not show you've been this rocker chick. Like, here I am showing you this I badass bitch vibe. it does give vibe. a little bit of a rocker chick. I did not, not get it. Not uh, a sort of like a, um, who's that girl? Um, she's a famous... Uh, burlesque girl. Uh, Amanda Laporte? No. That's the only one I know. Shit. Um, like from the movie Burlesque or like actual Burlesque? Actual Burlesque. I don't know them. Um, shit. I'll get it. In okay. Two well, I'm going to keep complaining because I also have the, the outlines of the black on the top were very not connected to the, or that were Dita connected. It's very Dita I don't know who that is. Who is she? She's a famous burlesque oh, girl. Oh, great. Uh, I love that. Um, she was married to Marilyn Manson. Uh, I didn't know that either. I, like I didn't this. look them all up. Okay. And that's really like a rocker chick, like like a goth kind of sexy, silty raven kind of woman. Yeah, but I didn't get that. This is what I got from it. Yeah. Her. Then she should have gone with black hair and like a fucking rose in her hair then. I think that red hair is fine. I don't know. I, I didn't get That's it. what I got from her. I Gita did not. Montes. I thought that she was not as, she was not as rocker chick punk that she was going for that she has been in almost all of her other runways. I thought she went too, too glamorous for this to show who Scarlet Bobo was. Um, but I mean, you want to get glamour. How can you get that much glamour out of rock without going that far? I know, but we also, I would have gone more glamour with pageant than I would have. Uh, I already said this, that I thought that her pageant look would have been a better best drag look than her best drag look. Because I think that her pageant look, you should have gone more glamour with pageant look than your best drag look. Because your best drag look is your best drag. You are you as a drag queen. Is this your best drag? Not, I'm trying so to be a pageant So you think that her pageant queen. look was more rocker chick than this? Yes. I don't agree. I do. Um, I agree with myself. Uh, I'm not going to say that this was a poop because I thought she looked gorgeous. Uh, I spooped it. I liked but, it. But I wanted so much more. So I think that I'm on, I'm a poop. At, we're on the final three, and I gave an you oop. You can't fucking do an oop on the oh, final episode. Oh, is that episode? what you're going to tell me? Yes. Okay, then I'll poop it. Don't put pressure on me. I'll poop it. 
<laughs> Shit, you fucking cunt. Mm-hmm. Um, so Priyanka's up next, and this is what we came for. This is how you do drag slash queer intersectionality oh and cultural representation. I love this so much. She is in a true traditional Indian garb. I believe it may be a wedding sari. Um, I don't, I'm it's not a, certain. I don't, I think it's a different term that starts with a B that they said that I don't remember. No, I don't remember. Um, I thought it was a sari. I want to, a sari has the midriff exposed and it oh. goes over the shoulder. Um, I want to start with from the top to the bottom and just okay. admire everything you about this. You go for it. I'll, I'll listen. Um, it's got so many different messages. Mm -hmm. There's the pride from her, her Priyanka's heritage. There's a feeling of feeling good in your own skin message that I get from this. Mm -hmm. um, the look in general just screams queen. Yes. Um, and the way that she walks down the runway, it's just different somehow this time to where she is like, she's like, I'm here. I'm giving you my true self. This is yeah. me. This is me, Demi my culture, Lovato my family. Demi Lovato from Camp Rock saying, this is me. This is real. I'm exactly who I'm supposed to be. LOL. <laughs> um, I love the veil. Mm -hmm. The color is perfect. The beating, Alexis Michelle would go blind six times. Exactly. Um, the the uh, Just the color contrast in the dress, so beautiful. And her makeup... Priyanka's never looked more beautiful than she does in this look. She's never looked ugly in her makeup one time that I can remember, but this is this stunning. Is this is stunning. The height of her makeup. Yes. Um, the patterns on her dress, so intricate and stunning. Mm -hmm. I have trouble finding one spot that I really want to look at because mm -hmm. it's just every point on her I could focus on for mm -hmm. 20 seconds yeah. before moving on and finding something else that I, it, I'm just enamored with for, yes. for a, a while. And her walk. For this outfit was stunning. Chef's kiss. kiss. Um, yeah, she's never looked more stunning. I was gooped. I was gooped as well. Uh, the white <laughs> of her outfit uh, completely complements her skin tone so well with all the beautiful beadings and jewels as well. But then let's not even miss the whole idea of the red and glittering gold of the accents and the patterns that were on there as well. Girl, you chose the most stunning outfit to go for for this this is best drag this, this is, is best, best drag. drag this period i, I mean scooped. regardless of whether or not the color switched of the accent color if it were blue i would have loved it if it were yeah. green i would love i it. think that red the red just was a different color that she's never done before because she's done a lot of blue before we saw a, a, her, a pageant look. her pageant look that she did like a bollywood pageant kind of thing and the blue was stunning on her but i think it was a color that she wanted it was a different color and and the I think the red and the gold worked so well for you for her uh, because she would for me thank for you just for you um, because I think if she if she had gone blue she probably should have had should have done blue and silver, silver. yeah um, but she did red and gold and we hadn't seen gold yet so that was really gorgeous gorgeous it was gorgeous yeah I was gooped I was gooped as well um, so then we get a question why should you be crowned versus your sisters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rita has her answer as she has won the most challenges and she has been succeeding at this for so long mm -hmm. and she wants to win it for all the francophones out there. Which is a good answer. I thought that was a good answer. And she answers in half of it in French mm -hmm. as well. So that was a good good point to make. Um, and but I wonder like if the judges sit and they're like... There's a translator uh, on in their ear. 
She hey, said that she, she said feels that... really good about all the Frenchies. Well, well, they gave no like response. They're like, thank you, Rita. <laughs> what do but... they do on regular Drag Race? <laughs> thank you. I've just worked so hard for this my whole life, and I had an elective surgery. <laughs> to just... I, to... I was going to die. <laughs> and they're like, Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> well, that's the thing that, like, we've talked about you, or you talked about in this episode earlier, that, like, you get reminiscent vibes of, like, the early drag race. And, like, early drag race was, like, when someone cried, RuPaul was actually like, oh, my God, well, I'm sorry. Like, We're your family now. Exactly. You don't need anybody else. And now else. when someone's crying, she's like, Thank you. And just moves on, like... Yeah, this bitch is like, still crying on the stage. Literally got to be like, I stabbed my mom because I was so upset and she forgave me. Yeah, exactly. And RuPaul's like single, like just Fake a tear. little bit. It's one of those eye drop tears that like. She... Well, not even a tear. It's just like half of her lid is covered with water. It was just right there. <laughs> the bottom lid. Yeah. And she's like, thank you. I just, you guys, your queens just inspire me so much. My whole family was murdered and I had to become a truck driver and I would perform in truck stop bathrooms <laughs> until I had enough money to move to Las Vegas. And RuPaul is like, sounds like you've been through something. <laughs> Thank you for being on RuPaul's Drag Race. Next up is <laughs> no emotion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, oh, sorry, you were talking about the. I didn't write anything for these, so you're not oh. talking about them. Uh, Bobo is, she's there, and she wants to win because she's there for the performance. Because she never fit into the drag community perfectly. Mm -hmm. uh, and she wants to show everyone that they can do it, too. Yeah. Which, she's given that message for the past several That's, episodes. I mean, her message is very clear. Yeah. And I appreciate and I that love from that. her. And I love that in general from Drag Race in Canada, because it's very much like, okay, are you leading into the idea that you might let... AMAB, AFAB, non-binary, drag queens, Somebody drag other kings, than a man. Exactly. Uh, show up on this this platform? Maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and then Priyanka wants to show anyone that they can do it, similar to Bobo. But yeah. she wants to be out there for people that don't feel loved. That when they watch her, they can feel loved. Yeah. And when they fall they can see that Priyanka has fallen too and she's still going to come back up and that they're good enough and they can do what they want to do because she believes in them. I also think her message is very important for drag queens that are new as well because, I mean, Dixie is three years old. Uh, so she's been doing drag for three years. So if you ask me, like, I mean, it's like Drag It On last year when you asked me, or when Rain asked me, how long have you been doing drag? I said, oh, two years. She was like, oh, really? Like, like, Okay, but me doing drag for two years means that I did it, like, three or four times a year at most. So, like, that's different. But it also shows you that, like, new drag kings, drag queens, drag artists, drag, and, like, all the above. You're can, probably going to fail. Yeah. And it's okay because you can, you get can up still and do, it. do it. Exactly. So the fact that she's only been doing drag for two and a half years and is the top three of Canada's drag race, like, you have an ability to go out and do these things regardless. So, like, you have to remind yourself, like, okay, I didn't win a competition that I was a part of, or I didn't get invited to these different shows, but you have to get up and try these things and keep trying over and over and over again. Like, that's mm -hmm. if you want to be successful in this drag community and, like, your drag in general, you have to keep trying. Like, that's how it is. Yeah. So that's why I liked her message a lot. Me too. Um, and then we are dismissed. Mm hmm And entreact, eliminated queens. All in the back room. Um, 
I love this. Mm -hmm. We love a reunion. Um, there's lots of tough questions like, who do you think, do you, was this the top three that you expected? Mm -hmm. Raise your hand. Ty know me. Nope. <laughs> I don't think so, bitch. Who was surprised at the top three? Ty know me. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't believe these three people should be here. But then what everybody What did said? They were just like, is anyone surprised by oh, the top three? She and then Tainomi was like, thought? me. <laughs> well, I'm sure Tainomi thought that she was going to be in the top three. Yes. Because Tainomi thought that she was the baddest ass bitch that has ever been on Canada's Drag Race. No. Kind thought she was the baddest That's ass true. bitch. That's true. You're right. You're right. Because then even uh, um, uh, Priyanka asked her, she's like, Kind, we made you out to seem like this bitch. Uh, are you just like that in person, or She's like, is I that? Really did you do that? I feel like I was being a bitch. And then Jimbo was like, "Yes, you were. <laughs> you said I was ugly, and I was like, I don't think my sissy kind is the nicest sissy. Exactly. I thought it was funny. Um, and then they were like, "Who's surprised that they're not there?" And Juice Boss is like, "I thought Lemon was going to be in the top three, and then was like, I thought I was going to be in the top three too. Exactly. I thought that was funny. Uh, I love that. And then Juice Box was like, "Who wants Snatch Game?" Mm -hmm. And they were like, Jimbo, and Juicebox was like, really? I thought that Priyanka, you were going to do so well. And they were like, she, she was at the bottom. So, sucked so bad. And then Tynemi was like, you did Miss Cleo. You're not a good Jamaican. She's not even Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I loved it. I, and then I, I really loved Lemon saying, you know, I thought that I love all of these girls. But you're really, you're just my person. You're my person, I Priyanka. You be but it. you've known her for like three weeks. <laughs> I don't care. I'm living the Lemyanka fantasy. <laughs> oh, I'm here for the Lemyanka fantasy. Um, and then I went to runway. Uh, I, the, only, uh, the only thing that I said after that was that the fact that Anastasia and Bowen never talked in that edit. So I thought that was really funny. Yeah, Which Starzy is funny. said nothing. Nothing. But I also, I thought it was funny from Boa that like, Boa's the loud bitch who was always in everyone's business and she didn't say anything. So the edit definitely like... <laughs> Maybe they had something shady to say I don't know. they didn't want to hear. But I thought it was really funny. But then th that was my other question. I was like, why didn't anyone ask about Starzy's message? You get to see her after this competition for the first time and Starzy... You knew she didn't write anything. And she didn't write it. She's the first queen since they started in season two to not write anything in... So this is 10 years, 11 years now. And she's the first queen to do that. Why didn't anyone ask that? I, Maybe that, she said something bitchy. I don't know. But uh, why not air that? That's good TV, okay? I don't know. Uh, but well, then I go, perhaps they were trying to protect from an, a villain edit. That's true. I mean, which, Anastasia was never... I don't think she was ever a villain. No, no. No, I don't think so either. But was, she could have had a villain edit for this finale. Yeah. Um, Whatever. And if they did that, then I do appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so then we go to the runways, our final runways. Yay! Um, first up to the stage, Juice Box. Oh my god! Also, no, I do want to note firstly that um, Scarlett was like Juice Box. I or no, Priyanka said it. I guess Priyanka, I Priyanka think it was Priyanka. Was like, Juice Box. I want everyone to know how good of a queen you are yeah. because you didn't get to show what you what wanted you do. to. Yeah, and one that speaks volumes about Priyanka, but two. It's I really true. would have liked to see something from Juicebox. Juicebox, I follow her on Instagram, and her Instagrams are she's beautiful, stunning, stunning. stunning. Uh, she's also really hot as a man. But... Well, <laughs> that's all you, girl. Um, <laughs> for her her runway, the Mermaid Fantasy color palette. Oh works my so good god! For her. Usually, I hate the Mermaid Fantasy mm -hmm. palette. 
Um, but she looks so good. And the she- dress is stunning. I love the fact that it changes fabric from this like scaly look up top down to the mermaid cut down to like a purplish like feather thing. Uh, I thought it looked stunning. The colors worked so well on her body. Uh, the wig, the paint, the colors all match so well. She has such a beautiful face. Absolutely. Um, I really wish we could have seen a little bit more of her, but mm-hmm. we get what we get. Yeah. Um, it's a spoop for I me. I got the spoop as well. Next up to the stage is Kine. I actually kind of live for this late 80s look. I love the material of the dress and the shape of the dress so much. It's like teacher chaperone at the prom in yeah. the late 80s. Uh, the shoulder pads are it. I love the they shoulder pads too. It. Yeah. The color, beautiful. The problem it's, that I had with it is the wig. Other I wig, actually live for the wig too. I know that you you probably like sat with the 80s fantasy, but like I didn't actually like that part of it. I thought that it just because once again I'm going with I'm I'm going with the idea that they were told this is your best drag. Like do your best drag. I don't necessarily know that they told that to the Elim queens. I don't know. Because I don't feel like some of them, well, I don't feel like a majority of them. Well, let me give you the reasoning why I feel the way that I feel. Because we've been talked up by her and by so many people that she's this beautiful Instagram look queen. And then she gives us this. Mm Mm-hmm. The, the face, because she just did a very, like, nude illusion face, and then the this hair. So, well, I Well, they know. could have told them, too, look your best, but don't look better than the girls. I don't fucking care about that. I would look better than anyone. Well, some I of think them do some of look them better than that. some of the other queens. I think some of them took that <laughs> advice, and yeah. some of them didn't. I don't know. Uh, but I do feel like it is a little pedestrian. Yes. But it's still a spoof for me. I give it a poop, actually. Really? Yeah. Uh, because I like the dress. I just, uh, w- like, the dress, w- like, you cut off the shoulders. That was about all I liked from there. Because I hated the the nude makeup. Because we've seen that she can do face makeup. So do face makeup. And Instagram tells us that she's supposed to be able to do in uh, beautiful looks. And then her hair, I hated the hair so much. <laughs> hated it so much. So I, I, that's just, why I, I guess it. I got a lot of vibes of, like, designing women from it. Yeah. Um, and this is like I can see where you're coming 80s, from. Like fabulous woman, but I don't agree. Ah, I love so it. next up to the stage is Anastasia. Starzy in her brilliant look. Oh my god! The layering of the gold leaf is wild. This is crazy. She looks so good. She looked like a golden feather bird goddess. Uh, the, I love the color so much. I swooped up. There, you I know what she looks like? What? She looked like after a long night of hooking. Trey didn't like the session, so he had gutted her. But she didn't die. She crystallized, and now she's a glamour girl. That's that. That's a feeling, yeah. You I remember she... when fucking Kennedy Davenport said that? I feel like this is the better story for that. Oh, yeah, for this sure. This look is the better story. I don't that. remember when Kennedy Davenport said uh, That was when she did the, the crystallized look, and she was she Some sucked. weird gutted chicken. Yeah. Um, no, I thought Anastasia looks fucking stunning. I thought she looked like a Greek goddess. Like, I think, because, have you ever, you never watched that. There was a movie called Immortals where, like, it was about, like, Greek goddesses during the Greek time. And that, like, some people would, like, go see the Greek gods and stuff like that. And they were all dressed in, like, gold outfits. This is, like, but, like, they were dressed in, like, their style of gold outfit. So, like, Poseidon was, like, gold outfit, but, like, coral and things like that and then zeus was like the skies and then athena was like a bird kind of thing um 
because she's owl wisdom kind of thing. So that's what I got from that was that she was doing like Athena, like the the gold owl of wisdom. I thought she looked stunning. I gave it a spoof. I love that. Mm-hmm. Spoof. Uh, up next is Tainomi. Yeah. Um, there's a reference here that I don't get because I refuse to watch super, superhero movies. But also I quoted, or I'm not quoted, I wrote myself that Jeffrey and Tracy got Wakanda vibes from this, and I got 0% of that. I have watched Black Panther a million times. I fucking love Black Panther, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, what's Black Panther about? I just totally didn't get it. Um, I love the hair and the makeup. So good. I didn't get Black Panther. I don't know if she. I. I'm gonna have to go like look at the like the shot by shot to figure out if I missed something. But I, I, the only thing that I can think of from like the purple dress would be that she was trying to be Shuri, which is the 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 princess. I don't know. I know that you don't know, but if if someone else looked at Tainomi's dress and saw uh, Wakanda emphasis from this, let me know. But. I because I'm a huge Marvel fan, but I looked at it and I was like, I don't get it. Because then the only thought that I got from it was like, okay, you're trying to go for like, uh, you know, classic, you know, uh, Af- African basin look because Wakanda's based in like the Horn of Africa kind of area. But I mean, I wouldn't immediately be like, wow, that was Wakanda. You know, I, mm. I don't know. Uh, unless she was trying to look like one of the flower, the violets, the African violet that she was dressed as, because she was dressed in that like purple fruitery thing. I actually didn't really like this look. Oh, I hated it. I love the hair and makeup. The dress, not good. Not good. Uh, I didn't get it. It's like I, because I'm a huge Marvel fan. So if anyone is a Marvel fan and also a Drag Race fan and listening to us, please let me know where the Wakanda vibes came from. Because apparently Tracy and Jeffrey got it right away, but I didn't. Um, so someone has to tell me. <laughs> I just pooped it. I, I pooped it as well. I didn't get it. <laughs> um, Kiara up next in this poppy fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. She's giving... It is a corset with stuff glued to it, but for me it works. I loved it. The color, I, amazing. I liked the color that she had on her. It worked really well with her skin tone. And her makeup looked good for the first time in quite some time. Um, but the problem that I had with it was that she was wearing her flat hair again. Because she has not worn one time big hair at all. Um, I love the jewels in her eyes, and I will say I will allow a spoop for this one. This I was, spooped it. This was at a verge here, and I will allow a spoop for this. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Kind, gracious, sir, yeah. for the spooping ability. Um, up next, Boa. <clears throat> a little one note for me. Yeah. Uh, I, I really do enjoy the slick back hair, but apart from that, it's just kind of like a, a basic dress. But also, I think it's really the prettiest that Boa's ever looked. It is we very have pretty. Not, she does look very pretty. We have not ever gotten, like, full they glamour. always told her, like, please give us full glamour, not any camp. She came out with full glamour, not any camp. A little too, too little too late, but here also, we are with that. your name is, like, Heather fucking boring yeah it was not like absolutely what i expected from it um i actually didn't even write anything like whether or not i pooped it swooped it roofed it oh wow hmm. so i that, that's how little i was just like i don't know how to <laughs> feel about care. it <laughs> up next that's sad what did, what, what did you rate it i, I pooped it oh uh, I, I i, I don't know i didn't you didn't say it no, no I um it. i i didn't have an answer you don't this is the first time i didn't have an answer 
Because, I mean, boring. she was really pretty. But, like, once again, is this best drag? Or, okay, I'm sorry. We're not certain they didn't know this was the challenge that they were supposed to do best drag. But you'd think that you're back, coming back for all – or not all stars. Get her one last back. look in. Exactly. Look you should probably you look as – and she did look pretty, but, like, it's still basic. I guess I'll poop it. We'll go with the poop. So I didn't write anything. Um, next episode, Ilona Verley. This is beautiful. I think so as well. Um, she's expressing her native culture, mm -hmm. and she looks great doing it. Absolutely. There's a lot of symbolism going on here, I think, and I mm -hmm. don't fully understand it. And I probably I need to look it up mm -hmm. because I there's the red hands, and the the wing mm -hmm. means something. The feather, yeah. And I don't know, so I need to do some research. But the hair, beautiful. The dress, beautiful. It's in her classic palette. Mm -hmm. The pinks and the light blues. Pastels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think she looked great. I thought I she looked it. stunning. I thought this was probably actually one of the best that I thought that, that Alona she's looked. looked. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I stripped it as well. The makeup, best it's ever looked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next up to the stage is Lemon. Lemon. Uh, classic Lemon. Oh my God. Bit wonky. Uh, not crazy about it. The, mare, the hair and the makeup, beautiful. Mm -hmm. The dress, feather boas. I don't know if that was the best thing She came thing to out wearing another boxy dress. She has not gotten critiqued enough about wearing pads. She still is not corseted or wearing pads. Girl, I understand that you are a skinny girl, but you still have to show some shape. I don't understand. Like, you literally just like a box and then you're out because you have this little thing. You still have to have some hips if you're trying to do a woman illusion here. I don't know. She looked better than her ugly ass pageant gown. I will say that because oh, it gave me the same hater. gave me the same vibe that she was wearing, <laughs> wearing the same Shut same up. thing. Uh, but I do have to say that this one is prettier. I still spooped it. Oh wow, I pooped it. Surprise! Hmm. Chris was nice to lemon. I thought that she looked really pretty, but I, I was think still... that she looked beautiful. Just the dress was not it. For it me. The dress was not it. Oh, the, you thought this dress was not it, but not her other uh, ugly ass dress. The other dress was it. I would have preferred that this, she wore this dress on a pageant. Uh, well, you're wrong. So okay. Uh, Jimbo's up lastly. Yes. With a reveal. Mm -hmm. She comes out looking like a loofah. I have to say, at first when Jimbo walked out, I was like, "Why do all of your gowns that you were told to make just completely eat you?" <laughs> Like, well, why is that a you thing? Look like Mrs. Pac-Man. Exactly. And then she was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Uh-huh. Good work, clown. Yeah. You come out here looking like a crazy rainbow a gay pride hooker. Exactly. I I love that. I loved it. And the I, boobs, how the fuck do you get those things in there? <laughs> they were so tight in that little Where latex dress. Where did she find dress. these massive boobs? I have no idea. I fucking love it. It was uh, a spoop for it me. It was a huge spoop for me because... I love that she walked out here and she's like, look at this dress that you basically sent me home in. And she's like, huh, huh. And then she drops it and she's like, hold on. I'm a sexy ass rainbow clown. What's up, bitches? <laughs> exactly. Uh, that latex body corset and the dr little like skirt that she was wearing. She looks so snatching it. So spoof. good. So spoof. Um, And then, of course, all the... Uh, Top three queens Top three. come back out on stage, mm -hmm. and we get some messages from our judges. Mm -hmm. uh, Stacy being so sincere, saying that she, I mean, she knew that all these queens could do it, and that she loves them. And she also loves the fact that, like, 
not love, but she points out the fact that all of them had, did not fit in. Um, and she was like, well, now you do, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you're helping other bitches fit in now. Brooklyn making the girls feel fierce, mm-hmm. saying you've stunted it every fucking week, and you're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. And then Jeffrey says something. Um, I don't then... remember what he said. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I think that only Stacey and, and um, Brooklyn talked. And I was like, what? I think he actually did talk. I don't. He did say something. I do. I'm a little jealous that he came up with the term queeros, but maybe they gave that to him. I think they gave it to him. That yeah. was that was writing. That bitch didn't come up with that. We've seen the way that he talks to these, these queens all season, which also is writing that was given to him. And mm, yeah, this is not a girl. Anyways. Anyways. So what do they need to see before we announce the winner? We get the lip sync for our life. One last lip sync. Absolutely. All Everyone is of- so shocked. They're like, oh my, oh my and God. Like, Why are you guys so shocked? You've not watched Drag Race for the past like eight seasons they've done this like mm-hmm. i don't understand it's been season since season six five no before that the, basically since the beginning they made it all lip sync for their life like i was like oh oh, oh, oh okay. why are you so shocked i don't understand boba was like the most shocked like okay mm-hmm. you haven't lip synced at all you don't th- you think that you were just they were just gonna let you go away without lip syncing like okay which comes into play here in a second mm-hmm where uh, the lip sync is Love Inc.'s cover, or Love Inc.'s song, You're a Superstar. Mm-hmm. Bobo's got a reveal. Yeah. You had a reveal underneath that dress the whole time, and you didn't think you were going to lip sync? Exactly. Also, you wore that dress, and you were like, this is my most fierce. And then you, it was a reveal? Yeah. That's why it was bunchy. Exactly. That's it was why bunchy. That's why it was uh, nude illusion. And maybe you was a body shouldn't suit. have done bunchy just to do a reveal. I don't know. I mean, it was perhaps preparing for something. I understand, but I, oh, I don't know. I, I guess I don't actually understand. Because I would have gone all out for my runway to look as stunning as possible, not for my lip sync. If I'm going to go out on my lip sync, I'm still going to wear my dress, and then I'm going to make it fucking work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you do it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not about it. Uh, in the beginning, Rita gives me Charlie Hyde's vibes. Yeah, well. Very just like standing in point. <laughs> uh, but of course, then we do get a reveal later. Exactly. She takes off her her skirt, and that she's just wearing a body body suit. suit. Um, I liked it. Uh, Priyanka kind of fades into the background. She on does. The for me. She does because the other two were. I thought that Bubba was the one. She was the one that I was Bubba looking at the entire time. For me. The entire time I was looking at Bubba, I was like, "This lip sync is yours. You yep. have owned this lip sync. I'm very impressed with you." Uh, yeah, I followed Bobo the entire time on that lip sync. I thought she won. Yep. <laughs> that lip sync. The lip sync, yes. So, given all that, who is your winner? Who should go home tonight and why? Um, I look at it and I have to say, so Bobo's look was worse than anyone else's. Bobo's yes. performance was middle of the ground and Priyanka's performance was the best to me. Um... And then I thought that uh, Rita Baga's look was in the middle. Bubba's was the worst. And then Priyanka's was the best. So, I don't know. I guess I'll have to say Priyanka. She won the the look for me as, as well as the um, 
the the performance. The lip sync, she didn't win the lip sync. Bravo won the lip sync, but I still thought that the yeah. other two were much better. So for the episode as a whole, I think Priyanka won, mm-hmm. hands down, uh, besides the lip sync, which Bobo definitely won. Yeah. Taking into account everything of the past episodes, it's definitely uh, uh, Priyanka versus Rita. Rita look. Absolutely. Um, and for me, I don't know. I just feel a little bit... I, I really didn't like a whole lot of what Rita provided this episode, but over the past episodes, I probably would have given it to Rita. Even though you hated her look and didn't like For her this performance? episode only. Yeah, but from what we've seen from Canada's Drag Race, it's very individualized. We saw with Lemon going home. Yeah. Lemon had been doing so well, and then she just got sent home on a whim. Like mm-hmm. so, Which is not how I think the show should go. Well, I know, I know that you should have show. some some uh, perspective from what has happened in the past, but I think that you should still be focusing on the week by week challenges. That's really how it goes. Not for me in the finale, at least. Okay. The finale, I think, should be a whole you know the the full gambit. Yeah. And I think just in that sense, Rita maybe was just an inch higher than Priyanka. Okay. But if we're going by the fact that this is the final episode and that this is the most important episode, mm-hmm. Priyanka a is a standalone the thing. Yeah. yeah. But I think neck and neck. Yeah. Neck and neck for these two. Bobo just a head behind. Yeah. I guess I just look at the like even individually like here because I think that Priyanka and Rita have been pretty like evenly matched for the most part. Besides the fact that Priyanka had won twice and. Uh, Rita, won three, Rita won three times, and they were both in the bottom twice. Uh, we have to look at the fact that Priyanka did slay that performance more than Rita did, and so then it would technically be three for three, I think. Exactly. So we have a three versus three. I think it'd be Canada, or I'm sorry, uh, Canada. I'm looking at Canada. Priyanka versus Rita for Canada's next drag superstar. Yeah, first drag superstar. But we do find out that our winner is. Canada's What's first drag superstar is Priyanka. Priyanka. I'm 100% okay with this Me result. Too. I love Priyanka. I think she is, she, if nothing else, had the star quality the whole time. Mm-hmm. The it had, factor that I keep talking about. Mm-hmm. If she had not won, she'd have made a, she'd have figured something out. Exactly. Either, either way. But I love that the, in my personal opinion, the fan favorite, mm-hmm. the fan favorite one, yeah, which is something that we don't normally get. I agree, um, and I'm very proud of her, and I think she's worked her ass off the whole season, and she, she had some areas where she struggled, but she came back from them. Exactly, and I think she's very deserving of being the. Winner. And I think it's, that's a learning experience too for her. I mean, I know that she's just one hundred thousand Canada dollars, but also she has the ability to. Um, have she has a large platform now, so like, okay, well, I'm the fucking first winner of Canada's Drag Race. I can do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I'm hopeful that she. And I love watching her on Twitter right now because she's like, I want to hang out with Shea Coulee, and I want to hang out with Detox, and I want to hang out with Trixie Mattel and Katya, and um, I want. I mean, Bob the Drag Queen, and all these queens are like responding yeah. back to her, like, let's do it. And I'm like, 
Okay, get on all these things. Like, but make a thing. Girl, you're not allowed back to. You're, you're not allowed to come to the you states. Don't come here. Don't come here. <laughs> uh, but I do think that she's going to re- receive much more um, fame and acclaim. Claim to mm-hmm. to being important than like UK. Yeah, specifically here in the states because there are northern neighbors. Just, much more similarities exactly and, and also the ability to just like pop over here and be like hey i'm i'm from uh toronto just hang over to to new york with a, a two-hour drive to new york yeah. it, it, but i'm sure they're probably not driving they're flying and it's a very quick fly or, there. Uh, train ride um <laughs> either way it's things make much canadian things are much more received well received mm-hmm in the states than yeah. like british things yeah as so. we were talking about with our uh restaurant things earlier that <laughs> all of them are canadian anyways so yeah why not so yeah i'm really happy with it i, I really it. enjoyed this this was a really good season a really good uh outcome for our winner a really I, good franchise I was, yeah period um we're also so next week slash week no yeah next no, week after uh holland's drag race is supposed to coming out uh but it's supposed to all be in dutch so it is do how do we feel about that well uh, i mean i watched thailand's drag race so you did you i'm did do gonna, that. i'm i'm here for it i, I really think, don't understand that, a whole lot of what's going on but I i'm gonna we watch it. Do it we're not gonna understand any of the 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 uh dutch the slang. drama or anything like yeah, that Yeah, but we're gonna fucking go for it hey <laughs> let's see what the fuck happens because art also, is art. You don't need to have a certain language to look at art. I look at, like, Thailand's Drag Race, and Thailand got, like, no support from RuPaul. Nothing. But Holland's Drag Race seems to be getting quite a bit of support from RuPaul. So I'm like, so I look at it, and, like, I, I know that Thailand was still part of the franchise, but I think it was, like, the, the stepchild that was like, okay, see what happens. I, don't even, I think it was just, like, somebody was like, look at what they're doing. We're going to do the same thing. And but then RuPaul still, was like, oh, okay. okay. Welcome to the family. Sure, like, come on in. You kind of, like, you Force kinda your way stole in. our intellectual yeah. identities, but yeah. that's fine, as long as you're making drag. And I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, because I do agree that, like, all drag is valid, and drag needs to be expressed, especially in different countries, but it was just, like, it was, it was this... I actually I, appreciated it a little bit more, because it yeah. doesn't have that kind of, like, RuPaul oversight. Oversight, which exactly. RuPaul, I mean, we appreciate everything that RuPaul does, because she's the first to create this genre of entertainment and bring it to the masses in this amount like girl but she does have a very heavy hand Mm -hmm. in her uh oversight production so i appreciate that thailand was like we're gonna do it ourselves we don't need no rupaul um but i i think that the cultural like differences from thailand are going to be very similar in uh, the Netherlands drag. But then my question really comes out is like, okay, you guys are trying to produce this for like this whole like thing and because they're only speaking Dutch. What countries speak Dutch? I mean, I, besides like the Netherlands, the Netherlands and, and but also Africa. wow presents yeah, South Africa kind of because South Africa speaks Afrikaans, which is a version of Dutch. So they can understand much more than obviously we can, but Aruba. like, yeah some caribbean islands sometimes brazil like brazil knows some dutch like i don't know if you're looking for like a mass production and like that's the thing that we were just talking about is like these countries in europe also know english i'm not saying that everyone needs to know english this is not this the the, but they're premiering on their networks which i would imagine would mean that it should be in their native language yes i understand but i would say for 
mass production. The Netherlands in particular, maybe German would have been the way to go. But yeah, they don't German is German. It's a very popular language. Yeah. In the the Netherlands, but yeah. Well, if they do Drag Race Germany, finally, I'll be able to tell us some fun fun jokes in German. <laughs> no? Girl, you okay. think so, maybe. I think so. I'll try and figure out some of the, the funny shit from German. We'll see. Hmm. We'll see what happens. Um, well, that's the end of our podcast. Welcome for, uh, thank you for listening to All the Way Through Canada's Drag Race. Thank you for listening to Our Review Podcast. Uh, you should always uh, like and subscribe to Our Review Podcast. Make sure that you get all your friends to like and subscribe as well. But you should also uh, go over to our parent podcast slash um, the person who birthed us, our spoopy podcast. That's our spoopy podcast at ourspoopypodcast.com. Our Spoopy Podcast on Instagram. Our Spoopy on Face on Twitter. On Our Spoop on Facebook. We give you all the comedy when it comes to aliens and conspiracy theories and serial weather killers, events, weather serial events, killers, yeah. urban legends. You know, all the scariest things possible. We somehow make it funny. And I'm laughing. I, yeah. Uh, and we bring you back every single week. So make sure you sign up for, or sign up, you, you uh, subscribe. subscribe to our Spoopy Podcast as well and let us know how we're doing. Uh, but also make sure you let us know if you're following. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. Because Let's Talk About Gay Stuff has encouraged us and helped us along the way the entire time. Um, and, you know, they're out there teaching the children. Always. Teaching the children about all of the the gay history, mm-hmm. all of your uh, gay ancestors who Ooh, yeah. made it possible for you to be your true authentic self, today. and for you to be gay, gay listening to these podcasts. So be so gay, be gay, as the words of our queen Priyanka. Priyanka. Um, so you can check them out at let's talk about gay stuff.com. Let's talk about gay stuff on Instagram and Facebook, and talk gay stuff on Twitter. You can always oh. send them an email. Oh, no, no, no. At Let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. Yes. Of course, none of this would be possible without our favorite sponsor. Economy Works! Hey, are you a small business owner trying to do it all? Take marketing, for example. Nowadays, your business has to have a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn account, or an FBIGTW or LI account. Stop. Who has time to take pictures, write posts, and get them all posted online, let alone like, comment, share, and respond to followers? Don't worry. Economy Works is here to help. Let the Economy Works Talent Network help you do marketing so you can grow your business. Economy Works. When we work, the Economy Works! Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Economy Works. Yum! Oh my god, I love that. Uh, I feel like this was a really long episode because we went on like a million tangents about a lot of different things. We're only two hours and five minutes in. For an hour episode. Yeah, so should we tell them to get get rupee rupee with it? it?